Blog Talk Radio. Lose the 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off, they need so lost. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Nova Led Radio, and you are now rocking with your best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, the brother Blue Pill. I very soon to be joined by my co-host. Brother Red, with no further ado, call it from the tree four seven six five zero. Peace. Peace, 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 peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. You are now rock with the best. This, this is your boy, the Red Tiller. It's happening. Yeah, it is. What's good with you? Oh, man. Everything, you know, life is life. Can't complain. You know what I'm saying? Out here, uh, NYC, you know what I mean? Just chilling. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard it's pretty cold out there. Are you styling? It's, it's, it's only 906. You're styling, no, no, right? no, no, no. <laughs> I ain't styling on the town. I'm just trying to make these comparisons, you know what I'm saying? I think it's pretty extraordinary, you know, that you in New York and I'm in L.A. We represent in these coasts, these pillars. And, you know, I'll continue to say it. It just amazes me how the people out here is three hours behind. Different world, right? It's a different world. And they just so laid back. Like, they three hours behind, and they still ain't in a rush. You know, like, my sister's set to New York time, so I, I wake up. Damn, 8 o'clock New York time, and I'm in a rush trying to keep up, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with New York shit. Like, I got to get this done before this time and that done before that time. They getting up out here three hours later, and then they establishment still don't open to 10, 11, 12 o'clock. <laughs> I know, right? So, you know, it's it's just super laid back. Like, they don't got to worry in the world. They move at their own pace. You know what I mean? Uh, I do apologize, first and foremost, to the family that they make this announcement. If the family hears any any background noise, it's because I was out and about, you know, um, enjoying the fruits of the city, and I had to man the board, so I had to pull over and, um, you know, get into the first spot that had some Wi-Fi available. So I'm in I'm in Starbucks. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, come on, Crenshaw. Books on Crenshaw. Crenshaw family. Throw it up. Throw it up. Yeah. Cousin Harold and all the mix. Harold. Yeah. Cousin Harold and all the mix. And all the
That's just they're the doing That's just the yeah. They make a lattes. You know what I'm saying? They make a frappuccinos and lattes, trying to get it together. You heard? You know what I'm Don't mind them. Yeah. It's all good, you know. If it gets too noisy, you know, just put your phone on mute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Show. Yeah. Yeah, we are back in the building. In the building. And I can't describe the feeling. Feeling. So, shout out to everyone who joined us last Tuesday. Now, last Tuesday is my... This Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this past Tuesday is what I was just for. Yeah, shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to everybody that's been downloading the show. Seems to be a hot download. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to all of the callers, you know, and y'all interesting uh, questions. And, um, yeah. you know, just shout out to my guest, Baba New, for pulling in. You know what I'm saying? That was that was in one of those last minute shows <laughs> put together like uh eight fifty. Shout out for the brother for being on point. He was he was definitely uh on point with his information. He sent me back to the drawing board. And it was real interesting. It was a precursor to where we're at tonight. Tonight. Right. Tonight. You know, with the whole of that agnostic gnostic you know what I'm saying? Information. Yeah, he lined it up beautifully, you know what I'm saying, yep. to the family, uh, you know, who was present in class on Tuesday, definitely has a, um, you know, a, a backboard to bounce off of. You know what I'm saying? A brother laid a wonderful foundation in regards to explaining the uh, the history of the church, you know what I'm saying, and about how they divided things, and that's pretty much what we are at today. And we continue to move forward to, uh, you know, tear those particular divisions down and lift that veil. And the Reverend Dr. Phil Valentine has been at the forefront of doing the tedious work, you know what I'm saying, of exposing not only the Vatican, but in particular and specifically the black Pope, uh, the Jesuits, the order of the Jesuits, things of that nature. So we thought it most appropriate did the good, this is his the good paradigm. Huh? This is his paradigm. Yeah, this is paradigm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what he said. Right. He set this one up. Doc, Doc catches flack, you know what I'm saying, from people for a few other things. Um, But, you know, this is money shot. You know what I'm saying? This is money shot. When it comes to this, it's what he do, for real. So it was only right that uh, we made it most appropriate, you know what I'm saying, to open up the airwaves and brought the master in, you know what I mean, to to give his proper benediction. Pause. All right? Pause. Let me make I mean, these announcements. The... Yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Don't worry about it. I was just saying that he'll be revisiting, you know, some of his – historic work, you know what I'm saying, some of his classical work. I was going through um, the YouTube, the No The Less TV page uh, all day yesterday, putting the videos in playlist format, and I was coming across a lot of uh, Valentine pieces, 
And, um, you know, it was interesting because I got a chance to revisit a lot of the old footage that we had. seemed like we was going super strong in, like, 09. That was four years ago. It's crazy. But, um, you know, I was able to watch some of his videos and stuff. And, you know, this, this definitely is his work being revisited. One of his most famous lectures is the old, the new world, old order. And in that lecture, that that was a very controversial lecture. Uh, that was the lecture in which he compared uh, Malcolm X to Barack Hussein Obama, and there were implications made of a possible uh, offspring in a, in a DNA comparisons. And um, but in that lecture, you know, people ran with that. That was about thirty, forty minutes of his five-hour dissertation, but the, the, the bulk of the lecture dealt with his breakdown on the Jesuits and the Vatican and the new old, the new world old order, and this is definitely what we just saw take place. So, you know, feel free, family. Once again, we ain't even going to wait for the show to start. Do this. Uh, anybody that's in front of a computer, uh, if you may, shout out to the family in the chat room. Big up to y'all. Do me a favor, go ahead and um, go on your Facebook or your Twitter, whatever social media network that you're on, and share the link for the show. Let them know that we're broadcasting live. Dr. Phil Valentine is about to come in, tear it down. It's a lot of information that will be disseminated tonight. Y'all already know what he does. We don't even have to beat the drums for it. Um, and just, you know, just to share the link, get it across the networks because, we do a good job at promoting, but it's only two of us. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. So, well, if you're rocking out with the best, then rock out with the best. Make it known. You know what I'm saying? Change your yeah. post. Shoot a tweet out there. You know, or yeah. if you got a, if you got a, a phone text list, if you got an email list, you know, send that thing out. I'll be getting all sorts of uh, crazy emails from people, you know, but very rarely, very rarely. You know what I'm saying? Do I see those same people shooting out though the ledge links? And I don't take none of that personal shout out to all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually bringing a list with me next Tuesday so I can read some names. Just to know, you know what I'm saying? Just to let y'all know that we know we know about you. We know about you. Right? We know about you. Let me make these announcements, okay? Because it's bigger than know the ledge, feel me? And there are events taking place this weekend. In the coming weeks that we want the family to know about, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, this is, this is family um, this Sunday. Well, let's do it like this, this Saturday, which is tomorrow, okay? Uh-huh. Beautiful um, city of Chicago. Shout out to the Southtown. Right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. Dr. Devil Blair is going to be having a webinar, a teleconference webinar tomorrow. At 1.30 p.m., 3.30 p.m., that's uh, Central Standard Time, which means in New York, that's 2.30, 4.30. In L.A., that's 11.30 to 1.30. All right? You could go to the metacenter2.com. All right? Mm-hmm. This lecture yep. is about the six end-time prophecies that are being fulfilled now. All right? I spoke to the doc. He said he's going to be chopping it up on all sorts of things that are in the news at this particular time, all right? So you might want to go over there and check the family out. I need, yeah, I need to talk. Hold on. 
It's teleconference again, March 16th, 1.30 p.m. It's $10. It's a dime. A dime to, you know, witness the beautiful mind of Dr. Devil's Blair. Check him out tomorrow. Continue, please. Yes, what you saying, bro? No, I'm saying it. I don't know if it's Dr. Blair that I need to talk to, but I need to talk to one of our scholars in the Chi-Town area. And uh, we need to go over the geodetics and the geomancy, the way that that city is laid out. You know what I mean? We need to find uh, out. Where, yeah, we need to really tap into what are the grids, what are the what are what are the energy centers, you know, what kind of lodges and things like that. What, what is yeah? What is it built on? You know what, what I'm saying? It, what was going on prior to that? What happened with the Cahokia Mounds? Was there a slaughter of extra nominal proportions? Because I was told that that's one of the that was one of the main particular quote unquote ritual centers. You know what I'm saying? When 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 the family was in charge over there, so you know, time to go over that 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 area with a fine tooth comb and just try to come up with some answers that um might speak to to, to to what's going on, or you know we might get our people that might have some of the conspiratorial information at hand, and you know there has been uh you know talk of the fact that you know some of those some of those deaths at the hand of, of death squads, of his squads, and, and people that are purposely putting forth instability in that particular town to bring forth the National Guard and, and all sorts of interceding um, forces, you know, because of what that grid represents. Remember, we've told you several times, I think Brother Will, I, uh, Will, Will 777 made it known that, you know, Chicago, Chi-Town is Gotham. That's Gotham City. So, you know, if you see them agendas that be unfolding from the Batman movies and how that reverberates, you know what I'm saying, in society, you know, one can only wonder what sort of ritual is taking place. But let me uh, continue to run through these announcements so we can make sure that everyone gets there just too. You heard? Yeah, what do you think? So that Saturday is Dr. Blair Sunday, Brother Polite, okay, him, my, my brother, my brother, Phantom Niyama, the tantric mongoose. <laughs> sure. Mongoose is buzzing in the town. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Mongoose. The, the mongoose. Yeah, the mongoose. The mongoose, if the mongoose was on mongoose. Twitter, the mongoose would be trending right now. The mongoose yeah. trending right now. Yeah. Real talk. Mongoose got them buzzing. You know what I'm saying? The anticipation is high. Not right now, big. You know, I I ain't even make no plans Sunday because I'm gonna have to check that live stream out and immediately go and administer that information that I learned. So, you know, needless to say, for those that are in the town, those that are in NYC, that want to see that display in 3D and 4D. Make your way to the National Black Theater this Sunday, March 17th, okay? At the key time, doors open at 2 p.m. You might want to be there just a little early and get your front seat demonstration. This brother will be making women uh, ejaculate out of their mouths, okay, without uh, physical penetration, okay? So he's going to be using the subtle energies to stimulate, you know, Oh, the woman's subtle energy body, 
all right? So this is intercourse, interaction, sexual interaction on a new level. His brother's bringing his technique to the family, okay? Yes, and, sir. Um, I'll be there, but my whiz won't. Holla. <laughs> Holla. Holla. Yeah, you know, and... The brother, the brother, you know, we've already discussed the fact that we're going to be bringing them back because we didn't get a chance to do a question and answer segment, and my email got flooded. My phone got flooded. There's so many stimulating questions that he stimulated, you know what I'm saying, in the biosphere of the KTL family. It's only right that we're going to bring him back on one of these Friday night, late night shows and um, let the brother go in. I heard him last night on Polite Show. I did, you know, too. Yeah, we need to wild. do a show yeah. with him. They- Starts at 12 a.m. Family, because yeah. we, we need to we need to get grown up with this thing. Polite as a fool though. <laughs> that five year old thing is. The <laughs> <laughs> wild boy. Right as well. <laughs> but yeah, we need a uh, we we definitely need a grown up show. I might even bring the coach on and some other people. Because this is this is a hot topic, you know. Oh, yeah. I understand that there's a lot of things going on in our world that's doomy and gloomy, and yes, we do pay attention to that family, and you know our track record speaks for itself. We stay, we 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 keep this shit super serious to the point that if you didn't know us, you wouldn't think that we smiled or whatever, and you didn't you would just think we were serious about everything. But this is very serious as well. Like the sexual frustrations. And, oh, that's the key is paramount. You know, yeah, yeah. and shelter has its place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nobody displaced want an angry whiz in the crib. You feel me? The, the displaced energy. <laughs> you know, you know the, the 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 situation on the ground where you can't even compliment a queen or a goddess these days, or even the knuckle dragger. You can't say, "Hey, have a nice and, day." And, yeah. You you look you know at I mean? Facebook and you see all of the evidence of the anger, you know what I'm saying? And oh, Facebook, oh. And blog talk, all of the gossiping and yeah. all of that stuff that's taking place would Gary. not be taking place if they was getting the wood that they deserved in their life, or because it's not all about the wood, if they was just getting the, the the satisfaction and the stimulation that they so rightfully deserve, okay? And the fact right. that this planet is overpopulated by you know. People that, that, that just that don't know that depressed. science. You know what I'm saying? It's depressed. You know, it's it, 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 it's, it's an animal house. You feel yeah. me? It's animal house. So it's overrun. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're gonna so, with it. You know, we're gonna deal with it, and by it airing at twelve o'clock, it'll give those who are serious a chance. You have the option to participate. There shouldn't be any children awake at that time. You know what I mean? And even in the archives, we'll explain that this is for adults only. Many There have been a few shows that have been adults only. We may, we may not have said it prior, but you realize throughout the show that this is an adult show. So, and you know. that will allow you to make the discretion and discernment on your own because, like he said on the program last night, if nothing else, these the, the young ones deserve to hear this information, okay? Yeah, I don't know if you want to put it through a filter. I don't know if you want to piecemeal it or you just want to sit them there and have a conversation afterwards. But 
the education that they are receiving is stupid, dumbed down, and inferior to this level of education that they will be receiving from the brother, okay? Because they, yeah, they sit in class the same way that I did in the lunchroom. You know Little what I'm saying? Wayne, and, and, Little Wayne is sexual education for your children, if you did not know. I just I don't know if you know. Now, I don't know if the parents knew this, but Little Wayne is sex education right now. Out of all of the rappers, every verse that he spits for 2012 or 2013 is sex education. He's telling your children how to get it in. You know what I mean? Young Gremlin, you know, Little Wendy, like they call, whatever you want to call them, that's sex ed. So if you want to combat that, and then, you know, Nicki Minaj is coming right after that, French Montana, Pop That, Ross, everybody. Okay. Huh? <laughs> Everybody else comes after the, the young, the young gremlin right there, young Tucci. You know what I mean? Tucci telling them what to do and how to do it. So you might want to combat that. You know what I'm saying? You might want to combat that. You know, you might want to break out some of the lyrics. You know, because he's, yeah, he's going might. hard. You know, oh, he said yeah. he had a, he had a love back. with Molly. He'd rather pop a collie. You know, you gotta you gotta talk to your children. You know what I'm saying? They lining them up. So, you know, the brother's coming forth. He's coming out on Sunday. I'm bringing the man with me. Yeah, he needs that. You know what I'm saying? See, be rubbing up on on the young girls already. He's only five, so he he needs to sit down and find out what's going on. He's a young Scorpio. You know, you gotta save him. That's when and, the uh, Yama got it. In. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she said some people I, I understand. That. You know, I understand. I understand. You know what I'm we grew up in St. Croix, and, and in the Virgin yeah. Islands, nobody was a virgin. And on, on the Virgin Islands, nobody was a virgin, you know. And, uh, you know, we saw that thing at a very young age, you know, it was going down, you know, basement. basement. You know what I'm saying? Basement. And, um,. You know, it's like the brother was saying, and like how Polite pointed out, because they told you that Jesus didn't bust a nut, you know what I mean, and Jesus wasn't getting it in, you know, everybody is, a, a, you know, everybody is ashamed, you know what I'm saying, to be butt-ass naked with your wood swinging, you know, or, or you know, everybody's just, they, 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 we, you know, it's just messed up, man. Puritans, right. You know what I mean? Puritans. Everybody's yeah, I mean, let me um, finish these announcements, all right, real quick, real quick, real quick, like on the special one, family, all right, March 23rd, which is the week prior, all right, March 23rd, Shakina Productions presents the Exploring the Spiritual Merit and Power of the Word, all right, this is featuring Umar Ben Hassan. The legend from The Last Poets, famous for his monumental uh, piece, Niggas Ain't Ready for the Revolution, Niggas Ain't Ready. All right. Alongside your brother, our brother, A.A. Rashid, the Kabbalah God, alongside Brother Oba, okay, the master teacher. All right, so all three of these brothers will be in the building on Saturday, March 23rd at the Anthroposophical Society New York branch. That shit even sound like money. 
located at 138 West 15th Street. That's downtown, family. Taking it downtown, family. That downtown, family. Move it on up. Between 6th and 7th Avenue. That's Manhattan, family. That ain't Harlem, family. That's not so hot. That's downtown, family. (laughs) Time is 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. All right? And they're asking for half a man at the door. That's $50. That's half a mizzle. For the family that's um, lingo illiterate, half a man, yeah. $50. Yeah, save up. And what you are getting is going to be a monumental offering from the family, all right? The legends, the young legends alongside certified, solidified elders. Riyadh. So you may not want to miss that. I I already know that's going to be about that thing. And it won't be available on DVD. So don't try to don't try to like you know. Yeah, don't sit this one out. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Okay. So let's get this underway. Tonight's program is being sponsored by Ocean14Corp.com. All right? And com, where you could go and make your donation to Nova Ledge Radio. All right? That rent is coming up for Block Talk, and they don't be playing. They want their brag. Yeah. They don't want to hear no excuses. Yeah. They're like, I think it's be talking about that Illuminati. That Illuminati money. Shout out to Coach Kaya and Illuminati money. All right? Shout Tonight's out to episode Coach is about the pseudo-Illuminati. This is not about, you know, the Illuminated ones that's Handling that Illuminati money. You know, we know the difference. Not the black Illuminati. Not the black Illuminati. Pseudo. And this uh, show tonight is also sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. All right. Again, some real big announcements on the way. Regarding Seven Heaven Sea Moss and other related projects, uh, or should I say, um, products for that matter, out here on the West Coast. Some real big things coming down the pipeline, family, so stay tuned. Especially, you know, if anyone is listening, is actually residing in the LA West Coast area, shout out to you. All right, we out here. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, so we had the 930 mark. You know, the family's in the building. Shout out to the family. Shout out to the chat room. Peace to the chat Shout room. Out to everyone who has reposted the show. Okay. Yeah. And again, for those that have just showed up, we are asking participants, listeners to the program to retweet, repost, share the flyer. A flyer tight, right? I know you like that flyer, family. You know, share the flyer. You can email it. You can text blast it. Do what you need to do. Let the family know the show is about to, or the show is already going down, but the doc is about to be in the building, all right? He's about to do the damn thing, all right, which you all been waiting for. It's only moments away. We're about to do the thing. So I don't know how you want to set it up. What time are you expecting uh, the good doctor to check in? Checking in at 9.30. He on time. 
646 number. You said what number? 646. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think he is. Let's see. All right. Let me read the episode description. It's a nice episode, and we could delve directly into it. You heard? Yes, indeed. Let's do it. Put your right. phone on meeting 10. You're done, done. Yeah, yeah, like I said, part of the family. I'm on Starbucks on Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? They doing what they do. Okay. Notaledge Radio presents Fall of the Pseudo Illuminati featuring Dr. Reverend Phil Valentine. Join Notaledge Radio tonight for a special broadcast. We welcome back to the program Reverend Phil Valentine for unprecedented presentation. For years, Rev has been crusading against the tyrannical forces of Rome and warning the family about the agenda of the Jesuits. Now that the world has been furnished with its quote-unquote first Jesuit pope, Rev will rehash some of the information he shared from his critically acclaimed lecture, Obama New Old World Order, as well as bring some points up to date with these new developments that have unfolded. Tonight's dissertation will, will... take on the following topics, and if time permits, we will also have open line for Q&A, and these topics are the fall of the Illuminati, the white pope slash the black pope slash the great pope, black news, hood news, don't got to be good news, but the damn sure is hood news, systematic failure versus symptomatic sympathizers. Now, let me explain. We can look out of our window and see that the system is falling, okay? They spring and leaks all over the place, but the fact that people are sympathizing and holding this shit up, all right, and so dependent on, you know, their weekly check or their monthly check. Or the Galaxy 4. You or nigga. the Galaxy 4. You nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your energy is upholding this thing. All right? We are surrounded by remnants of a bygone era, okay? A shadowocracy, if you will. But the fact that people come out every day and make this thing seem so real is what's continuously holding this thing up. So he's going to touch on that. The need for spirituality amongst the Moors, all right? Because if we take a very interesting observation at the developments that we see, we told you during the time of the Super Bowl that the Super Bowl was casted as if you take Baltimore and the Ravens and you look at that as the Moors and you take the church and you take the 49ers and you look at that as the Crusaders because San Francisco is the Franciscans, and we explained to you who St. Assisia Francis was, all right? And then right during the week, all right, after the week of the anniversary of the Law 44, Biggie Smalls, Francis M to the uh, SH phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> in comes Pope Francis. All right. Right. It ain't too early. It ain't too early? Nah, it's not too early. Oh, I can never claim responsibility for that. But God damn. Right. I'm going to let that one go. 
got that one. You got that one. All right. So, further ado, family, for yourselves, that's your phone? Excuse me? Is that your phone, Wigan? Uh, is it Wigan? It just started to. Are they trying to stop this? Ain't no way they're going to be able to hold this back. Call it from the 646. Four six two zero. Peace. Hotep family. Hotep. Peace. Hotep. Hotep. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Doctor. Peace, Doctor Valentine. Welcome back to Know the Less Radio. Thank you very much, brothers. Pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. How art thou? Well, the eye as well. Uh, the eye has uh, kind of broken with my pact, my pact not to lecture, and uh, went to Canada. Yes, yes. How was that? Well, the brothers and sisters to whom I shared information with, they were wonderful, but the overall experience was not something that I would want to savor. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's something I would tell, probably talk to other brothers and sisters when the time comes. It uh, should have been better. should have been better uh, put together business-wise. Indeed, indeed. Other than that, uh, I tried to tell them this is probably one of the reasons why I really stopped lecturing in the first place. But um, anyway, I'll be back. Uh, supposedly, if everything goes all well, I'll be back with my good brother, King Simon, uh, in New York. Hold on. That's Suit and Simon. You ain't know? <laughs> Suit and Simon, huh? All yeah. Right. He, he upgraded his name. Suit and Simon now. Yeah, hey, Suit and Simon. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, well, Suit and Simon. Yes. I will be joining the brother for two days. Well, it's planned for two days. I'll be doing an uh, open lecture with the brothers and sisters, I believe, at the National Black Theater, and then I have a private lecture schedule, which is what he wants to work with, hopefully on Father's Day, on the weekend of Father's Day or thereabouts. So be on the lookout if things go well. I'll be in the zoo to actually build with my brothers and sisters in the public as well as in private. Uh, well, you already know, you know, the city is already buzzing about that. We can't wait for you to come back to the zoo. You know, monkeys and orangutans out here swinging from trees and stuff like, you know, we look forward <laughs> We look forward to, to eating some bananas and stuff and, and, and peanuts with you. And uh, in a while, as long as there ain't no slinging shit around, that's really good. No shit slinging at all. You know, it's peace over here at the right zoo. On. I mean, we uh, we out here doing the work. Family is out here doing the work. Uh, you know, free the the vibe, the frequency. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all is well, though. All is well. Good to know. Good to know. I just want to give a big up. To a very close brother, uh, I, he and I grew up together. There were four of us 
and we were called the Four Horsemen because we traveled together. We were, I mean, we, our mothers, we, you know, the sleepover from the time when your kids grew up. Brother passed away two days ago. His name is Julio Jake Guevara, one of my oh. friends. I just want to give a shout-out to his family. Much love. Love and light to him in the spirit world. He's now an ancestor. He and another brother I knew, another one who left first, another brother, Ronald Edmonds, uh, now Brother Jake Guevara. Last one there is another brother from the Word is Bond organization, a very close brother named Bobby Batista. He was the third part of that, and I was the fourth. I joined them later on when I first came back from Trinidad to this country. Those boys, those three brothers, actually raised me in the American way. They kind of took me under their wing, taught me how to play basketball and everything. That's that was Those were the brothers that were there at the root, and I love them dearly. Matter of fact, I did a nice little something in the front of my book for them. But uh, this was a shock to us, and uh, much love to the family, much love to him, much love to you if you're listening from the other side, brother. Well, you, are, you, know, you know, now you have some warriors that are riding for you in the spiritual realm, um, and I'm sure that they will communicate with you in a, in a most timely manner, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and let you know that they are watching, and sure. they're very proud of the work that you're doing. Sure, you like good thanks. So, so for all of the elders, it's interesting that you bring that up because just the other day I was having a conversation with a few of my contemporaries about actually dedicating um, and bringing to light the fact that we have lost uh, uh, a handful of our elders in the last few years, uh, Sister Myra being mm-hmm. one, Brother Uriel Bay, Steve Coakley, mm-hmm. uh, and a handful of other names that I will not mention at this point that um, need to be put out there so they can continue to um, be, you know, on the on the on the tongue of our babies. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the name can live on infinity, you know. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to do the work and live, you know, just just to, to do the work, but when you meet your um your your predestined date, your time, you know, mm-hmm. you do not want everything to be forgotten. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You do not mm-hmm. want your work, you do not want your name, you don't want your legacy to be swept to the side. So we're going to do something to honor our brothers and sisters that are on the front line, you know what I mean, that have been putting in a lot of work and ultimately met their demise, you know what I'm saying? By all means, I think that would be a great thing to do. Nah, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Good. Very good. You know, Lache to everybody's spirit, to the, to the ancestors, love and light. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so you you may continue. My bad. <laughs> it's all right, brother. Yeah. So other than that, how's everything been with you? How's the family and everybody? The family as well. Thank you. I want to give big ups to my son Ahmed Ra, uh, and my other son. Most people don't know about, but I've mentioned him a couple of times, brother Kai. Uh, he has written an incredible book. Uh, really? Script, yeah, a script. He wrote a book. I wrote a book that uh, has to do, still has the 
it has this the whole thing about the vampire flavor, but from a metaphysical perspective that's off the chain. And mm. uh, I met with one of, yeah, I met with one of my, my students. I didn't know I had a students out there in Hollywood who were actors, which is really deep. And this brother, he's got a movie coming out, matter of fact, next month, April, uh, that he did over in Europe. And uh, he called me. I told him about my son's book. And uh, he's, he's going to read the uh, the actual book and turn it into a screenplay. A screenplay. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, your yeah, son, so. when he's ready to cast, you know, holler at mm-hmm. Red Pill. I play a mean vampire. You know? <laughs> I, mean. I mean, a mean vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know? that's funny you say that because my son, <laughs> as you all know, was... Uh, but had a little spot in the the uh, TV show called The Americans. Now he yeah, was, Bam. Uh, yeah, Bam. And uh, he, now he uh, yeah he's in uh, he's in another movie with uh, Most Def. Played a, a beautiful. Short oh, beautiful. Okay. Is, is Bam out here in LA? I'm not sure. What do you think is uh, he played some kind of street peddler, or actually a drug peddler? Uh, doing something, somebody came up to him to get some drugs, and he was the one holding. Uh, but he's now in another one. He's now a orderly in a new movie. I can't tell the name. I can't say the name, but he's now playing in a hospital orderly in a new movie coming up starring Jamie Foxx. It's shooting right now. I can't tell you the name, but Jamie Foxx plays Electro. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, see, I can't uh, say. I can't uh, say. Either my bad. <laughs> but, my but I was just reading the article. They were actually saying, it's interesting that you said that because when I read the article, it was speaking about the explosion of um, available jobs that it's going to create in New York oh, yeah. City because it's being shot all exclusively in the city. Oh, and yeah. um, I was like, you know, I said, I- I'm going to see some of my niggas in that movie if that's the case. You know, when they throw out a big net like that, they sure to capture you know everybody. And um, I'm I'm definitely I, I've been watching Bam's rise since '03, '02. You know what I mean? One of my ex girlfriends was very uh, good friends with the brother. They would, uh, I think, they were in a musical. They used to, they would, in videos and stuff like that because she used to do videos, and she would always speak highly of him. So I, I kept my eye on him and just watched his progression and whatnot, him going on tour, his backstage footage, him being with the celebrities and stuff like that. So this is a natural progression that he goes into this field of entertainment, you know, and conquer from the inside out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, I see him going. I see. I, I see him going big places. I see him in a starring role very soon. And me and my brother, yeah, we're pursuing. You know, mm-hmm. AA and all of us, we're pursuing um, that whole film endeavor through a director's from a behind-the-camera and in front-of-the-camera point of view. And I definitely know once we get our thing together that your, your son would be somebody that we would be very interested in um, bringing on. But, I mean, you too as well. Holla. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put me in one of those monk's hoods, and I'll talk from underneath that, you know, but... Uh, yeah, oh, now we're going to have you in a, like in a Hannibal Lecter scene yeah. where you're just going to be dropping wild wisdom <laughs> from behind the fiberglass. <laughs> nah. I'll do that. that. That sounds like me anyway. But, uh, yeah. but he's, uh, you know, he's, been, he's been at it. He's been at it for a while. 
Uh, I love talking about him and what he has done. He uh, had his own work. He uh, had his own business at 16. So, you know, from that point, he just kept going. And the beauty of it is that after his um, after this, he has another thing. He's headed, I think, to Norway with salt and pepper, and then from there he's going over to Nigeria. So he's all over right now. But this part yeah, he's here... Doing he's, the, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But he's doing... Not only that, he's... He's slated for a part, to play a major part in the uh, movie uh, of my uh, my son's book, my other son's book. And okay, he's play a major the vampire book. In the yeah, in the, he's going to play a major character. Well, one of the major assassins, because the story is about a a a a three hundred or five hundred year uh, order of assassins that were made up of vampires, and this order mm. never lost. It never never failed in a contract 500 years. But they failed this time. So this now the story is around the one they failed. Yeah, the story is around a cop, a New York cop out of Queens who, who they failed to take out. Do you and have Rocky a possible failed. web address where the family may be able to purchase that book? Well, no, it's not ready yet. We're not ready to put it out there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, because... All right, well, let us know. To, yeah, we want to put the... Uh, you know, the screenplay would be in action, and then as the movie is going up, the book would be ready, like they did with Star Wars. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Let us know. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. I would love to delve into um, your son's literature. I'm waiting yeah. patiently as well for your books. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's sir. Been a while. Yes, sir. It's been a minute. Been no, I know. Been, I know. You know, been a Can't minute. Getting richer, you know. There's a lot more information exactly. back there, you know. Exactly. Anyway, you can't rush greatness, so we're patient. You know, what I mean, we're patiently awaiting that. I know mm-hmm. Brother Black Dot has his Magnus Opus that he's putting together. I think he's writing three books, yeah. and um, you know, he's he's retreated into his mm-hmm. uh, creative hole and whatnot mm-hmm. to finish his his books. You know, I, I can't wait to the day that I'm able to do that. I could just go mm-hmm. to an island. For a few, no, I'm so sincere. I could just get mm-hmm. away and yeah. put together my memoirs. You know what I'm saying? I got memoirs mm-hmm. and a few stories that I want to put together. My brother as well too. Like if if I could finance, you know, his literature and just give him an advance check and let him write his books, I definitely would because his pen game and his imagination is crazy. Yeah, just, I love it. Yeah. You need to put it out. Yeah, just put it down, brother. We have a yes, beautiful sir. circle of creative brothers and sisters that are out there, and it's just our time coming up. That's why I said it's the fall of the single Illuminati, the real Illuminati, who we were, and I've always said we were the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's time. You know, it's time that the ones who brought the light to the planet, where the light was stolen, you know, the Promethean fire was actually the stolen light that was taken from us. It's time for it to be retrieved, if not in ritual or in conquest from an internal perspective of self. Mm-hmm. So it will happen. It will happen. Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. I mean, every all signs are pointing to that. Yes. You know, yes, all signs are pointing to that. Just mm-hmm. the meteoric rise yeah. in consciousness I was talking to my brother earlier when we were opening up the show. I said, 
that um, I got a chance yesterday to go into my YouTube channel, Notaless TV, and, um, you know, begin putting videos in playlist format. Whereas if you play one video, it'll have like a hundred other videos that are in the same line or the same um, frequency of the first. And um, it kind of blew me away because I was able now to tap back into the, the quote-unquote past because, you know, 2008, seven, nine, that's that's considered the past now. And I was able to um, gauge how far we have come oh, yeah. in this movement, you know, in the mm-hmm. growth of this movement because I could remember – watching when I was watching the video from like oh seven how um just how small the numbers were in terms of my generation. You know what I mean? The eighties babies, the seventy five, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nines, the uh the brothers and sisters from the nineties, born in the nineties and whatnot. And fast forward to twenty thirteen, you could go on any social network or whatever, mm-hmm. anywhere in America. I can't even make it out the airport anymore. You feel me? Like there is no more incognito for me. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm spotted everywhere. That's right. You know, that's, right. that's why I had to cancel my membership to the Gentleman's Club. I was just playing. <laughs> just playing. But you know, it's it's an explosion taking place, and I've I've said this on many occasions that consciousness does not have a color pattern to it. It's color blind. So even though we embrace our melanated communities and our and our dynamic master teachers that helm from the communities, there are pockets of consciousness that are taking place in all melanated places around the world at this same time, at this moment. You know, what you see going on overseas, though that that's consciousness. These people are be they're becoming aware of self. And they're fighting back, and they're, and, they're, and they're taking affairs into their own hands, and they're dismantling so-called propaganda and things of that nature. And then you got stuff going on in Asia, and you have things going on in Latin America, then you have movements going on in India. So mm-hmm. it's an impact, and the lights that these that these uh, that the Pope, that the papal authorities, you know, the dark ages that they. Uh, put upon our people, you know, that's beginning to definitely, uh, the lights are beginning to turn back on, on some, you know, some Superdome, Super Bowl type stuff. You know what I mean? It was dark for a little while on one side, you know what I'm saying? But then the lights came back on and the game resumed, you know what I mean? And they started kicking ass. So Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it is. Just imagine that perspective that you just articulated. Imagine it from my perspective from back in 1981, 82, when I started teaching it. And there was just one or two people, and I couldn't speak the language or actually talk about it until Gary Bird began putting us on on the air at WBAI. Uh, No, WLIB, actually WLIB. And back then, when Lloyd Strayhorn... Uh, brother John Harris and, uh, you know, a good brother Imhotep and uh, Sister Diana Foss, Sister Queen of Four, and uh, all of the heavyweights, uh, Brother uh, Lester Loving. Uh, all, I mean, the heavyweights began talking, but nobody knew them as heavyweights. 
you know. Uh, yes. We really know them as that. And slowly but surely, as we began to uh, consolidate that and Bobby began to surface because he was bringing the consciousness up in Atlanta, Delbert began to surface, you know, and there was a grid pattern, almost like a synapsis of one type, one mind began to awaken like from, from a coma, all of the electricity began to hit all the ganglia at once. And before we knew it, we had a quickening, uh, a simultaneous quickening of that type of raising of consciousness. And the not only just the raising of consciousness, but there was something agitating from within to know more than what was actually available. Something was pushing people towards a light that they had not yet discovered within themselves. And slowly but surely, people like ourselves began to put up little little spaces for people to come to that understanding. And we began teaching just one and two and three people. And those three people talked to five and ten people, and it became exponential. And the brothers overseas are actually doing what they have been doing since we started the, the revolutions over here. And they start mimicking, and, and, and brothers and sisters in Africa are picking up on the information about their own territories and their own legacy that was robbed from them. But that, like, like a lot of the brothers, like Raoul Neferman said, and a lot of the other brothers who out there said that Kemet will rise in the in the West in order yes. to reclaim the East. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, what we are looking at is East, West, North, and South, especially East and West. And the the, the, the motherland continent, Al Kibulan, is actually was always seen as upside down, not the way you see the European map today, but the other way around. And it yes. was, it's, it's interesting that we're not looking at the South Pole or the North Pole. We're looking at what we think is the, the coordinates that are given to us. So, again, what you were saying is right on point. There is a quickening, and more evidence is coming to the surface about how the world is actually rejecting the cyst that was created over the last 2,000 years on the mind and on the heart, as well as on the physicality of the people. That cyst it that is. came from. Yeah, Even the European. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, we'll go right ahead. I was saying that even the European talked about it extensively prior to the election of this new pope about the waning power and the waning influence that the Roman Catholic Church was having upon the people. And they specifically stated that the selection of a Latin American pope was a, it was a strategic move to encapture the minds of Latin people who, you know, I'm not going to quote their article, but, you know, my thing is this. Qualify that lingo. Huh? Constitute the largest amount of peoples or Catholics in the world, right? Of now. course, yeah. And they know what it's strategic to do. But with the, with the election or selection of this particular pope, it is the death knell for the entire Vatican itself. They're going to destroy the Vatican. Mm. Talk about that it. Is, <laughs> this is the, yeah. What we're looking at is the first steps towards the overall total destruction of the power structure that was in the Vatican. But to keep the uh, the bloodlines who are in charge 
in charge of the power structure of control that they have instituted. In fact, most of the people who were supposed to be the bloodlines that actually ruled through the Roman, ancient Roman bloodlines don't live here. They live in the East. They live in China. They live in, uh, in, uh, in Guinea and New Guinea. And all. They don't live anywhere near Europe because they know what's getting ready to go down here and in, the, and in Europe. So the, the, what we're looking at at this point, and, and, and just to take it back, if I may, uh, kind of kick off what we subject matter for tonight. Um, maybe our brothers and sisters might remember a lecture I did sometime in the early 90s called The Aristocracy of Evil. And during that time, I wanted to introduce uh, brothers and sisters who were most likely from the Protestant because our brothers and sisters uh, that we were dealing with in the community were more like from Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, and so forth, Episcopalian. But there were very few of them as Catholics. So they didn't know about Catholicism and the power structure that Catholicism really represented in the running and the managing of world affairs. So I wanted to introduce our brothers and sisters to the Vatican and to that whole Catholic mob the whole mafia that was in the Vatican and what was really going down. So in Aristocracy of Evil, I began to break down about the white pope and the black pope. This I did before I got introduced to this guy because during my my research, I, I ran into the name of this guy named Eric John Phelps, who <clears throat> at the beginning had a kind of a, a folio. He didn't really get sophisticated with his Vatican assassins at the time I was doing but he had a lot of good information about them, recognizable information that I could verify because being a Catholic myself, being raised in the West Indies as a staunch Catholic, doing the altar boy trip, knowing about the priesthood, even contemplating going into the priesthood and all of that, I know the workings and the mentology of what the Catholicism was about. So mm -hmm. who best? a child of that Catholic upbringing to tell you about the underpinnings of that particular organization. So I took it upon myself to tell you about that and then ran into this information about this dude from Eric John Self. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm hearing, hearing a lot of uh, people talking. I'm trying oh. to say something. Put your phone on mute, on mute, Blue. That's that's my brother. He's in Starbucks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what's happening though? I um I got to meet with him. I called him and uh, asked him about his book. We talked for a little while, and then we ended up um, after I got it and read it, I saw how racist this dude was and how clueless he was about including black people and where he placed black people on the uh, global uh, tiers uh, regarding the, the history of the Western Hemisphere, white people and black people. Yes. How completely racist this man was. So one day I was invited by a very close friend named Brother Hamza Sidkatlet Bay who through another sister who had a radio show, I forgot, it's called Galaxy something, I forgot, Galaxy Radio, I believe she had, had invited me, uh, Brother Hamza, and Eric John Phelps on 
to do a radio show. Well, of course, this brother, this dude started to uh, talk about the white Anglo-Saxon uh, Methodist something, what do you call it, were the ones who set down the laws that uh, changed humanity for good and all that. And I had to stand up, hold up. I had to give him a hold up. And I began to spank him with information that kind of shut him down. There was no retort, no nothing. I just told him to stop his talking that nonsense about white people doing this when you sat at the feet of the Moors and the blacks here to get everything you did. I said from the beginning you came out of a monarchy. None of you all know nothing about what you all wrote down in the Constitution until you sat at the feet of the Six Nation Confederacy and stole most of the information to write your edicts from the Haudenosaunee, which was the great law of the Six Nation Confederacy. So your boy Ben Franklin... Jefferson and all the rest of them sat their feet first. So when he when he heard that there was people in there that's not going to tolerate that, he shut down. And, and the host, of course, seeing that he was getting kind of bruised, switched the subject. But just and I have not, that, yeah, I haven't read every single Illuminati, or I haven't read every single Masonic uh, piece of literature that Caucasians, you know authored, but the ones that I've read, when I compare it to the information that I have now about Mm -hmm. the the real information, Mm -hmm. I can't take any of them serious. Like, they've all been discredited in my book because there's Mm -hmm. not one mention of Mm -hmm. the Moors. There's not one Mm -hmm. mention of the, 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 um, you know, the Moors that were over here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's, there's, oh, yeah. They emit everything that would empower somebody other than them that's from right. the conversation. Quite, so that's why I gravitate it. towards the master teachers, those who mm-hmm. have broken the code, because all of those, you know, all of, and and, and and that's why it has almost, it's 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 retarded a lot of our generation, the brothers and sisters that go, you know, that have gone to these books for their sources of information and things of that nature because they're missing the big pieces. You call it selective twistery. Selective twistery. Let me write that down. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, they have selective memories. They they operate from cognitive dissonance. Yes, and they, they have all their, all, their, all their history is what I call twistery. And it is twistery. based on selective, selective twistery. It is about them, and if anything is introduced into that equation, it negates everything they have to say because there's no origins to them. All of their origins have been co-opted through conquest. And yes. what it is, uh, uh, Eric, uh, I mean, Fanon, uh, the, the, the author, what an excellent author, he wrote about the fact that most Europeans, when they conquered, didn't just conquer the land, they conquered the culture, and they conquered the mindset of the people, of the people and claimed yes. it as their own. So we we tend to look at Europeans and accept them because they're parroting us. So what sounds familiar is acceptable. It's the familiarity, exactly. The parasite. Yeah. So, yeah. Psychologically, we ourselves are uh, are adapting to a pseudo mechanism of consciousness, a paradigm that belongs to us because of the familiarity. That's why uh, most of the Catholics began to adapt 
most of what was African or what they call paganism to it because it was based on us, and that's why blacks can so easily and readily adapt to these structured religious contexts because they belong to us. And so from that point, I began to uh, to look into and take pieces of what Eric John Phelps had said based upon that and mixing it together with us, uh, our uh, true legacies uh, began to come up with and, and, and give uh, evidence of what the effect of that would be to us. Now, you, the thing is that you don't discredit, not just discredit, but you don't not use what they are reporting about their cousins and say, well, that's them just speaking. You have to be able to look at what they're saying and interface it with who you are and what you have learned about yourself and then properly mix the two back together to get the proper, uh, the proper alignment of facts. So we take just little pieces and we bring them together. So we know that there's a white pope and then there's a black pope, but most people don't know uh, about this dude named Pepe Ossini, who was now exposed by a um, count. I think his name is Count uh, Vittorio Vivaldi III of, of uh, Venice. And he has been, he is a Catholic who was an insider who is outing what's going on and what has been going on in the Catholic Church from the very beginning and how they formed, how the bloodlines were formed right after the fall of Rome back in, I think, 3 or 4, uh, 462 or whatever it is. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't put me on the date. When they began, when the entire Roman Empire as a imperialist state uh, showing armies and so forth and uh, conquest and occupation when they began to fall based on the Visigoths and the Ostrogoths and, and the Vandals the Vandals and everyone swept in from down, all the Germanic tribes the when Germanic they began okay. to be, right, when they were destroyed when Rome itself as a power structure a political power structure was destroyed its power structure took on a greater emphasis on the minds rather than conquering the bodies of people. So the best way they knew to conquer was to conquer the minds, and they learned a lot about mind control during the, uh, the thousand years that they were in control. They knew through the Inquisition how to make a person conform to their will through torture, through different forms of coercion, uh, hypnotism, all different kinds of ways to coerce people into acting the way they wanted to, in other words, under their control. So with all and, of that information, I'm sorry. you know, they began to, to institute education systems inside of those uh, places where their influence was in the hierarchy. So they controlled um, kings, they controlled counts, they controlled princes, and through that got them to institute the order for their respective society to respect the Catholic way and to respect the Roman way. And they then yeah. instituted laws based upon the think tank that became the Jesuits for that Catholic church. And was it also the military arm? That's exactly what it is, the military arm um, that was first headed up by, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, by... Uh, Ignatius. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Ignatius Loyola. He Leola. was the one who, 
yeah, Loyola. Uh, he um, he actually brought the idea to them, but yes. it was but it was actually the uh, they did a, um, a TV show on the real people who started the Jesuits, and that is the Borgias. The bourgeois, yes. See yeah, the, the bourgeois. Borgia. Yeah, the bourgeois, or they call them the Borgias. Borgias but the Borgias yeah. were the ones, uh, yeah, the Borgia, the Borgia reign. Uh, they themselves were the ones. It was the, they, they started through a bloodline, or, or the, well, let me just first of all give you an idea based upon what it is that Phelps had come up with to show you how deep this goes. There are five bloodlines, they say, based on the ten, the, the, the Council of Ten, the Council of Thirteen, and, of course, you've got the uh, different councils that they, they get wider and wider and more populated in these little councils the further they get away from the top tier. Uh, the Black Pope right now is the one who takes the orders from what is known as the Great Pope, who is Pepe Orsini, who is supposed to run the ten bloodlines. And what is known as the higher Jesuit order. There's a Jesuit order that is that has ten people that that, they, that runs, you know, all of the the administrative deals uh, around the world. This runs the world uh as a day to day job. And then there are ten controlling ones from above that and that that is that is allegedly called, I believe, uh, the Arcana Arcanorum. And the Arcana Arcanorum is uh, essentially what is known as the Great Jesuit Council. And these mm-hmm. are some of the terminologies that you could get. Now, on top of that is this man who is called uh, Pepe Orsini, who is the man that gives the orders to everyone beneath that from the bloodlines. And the bloodlines are, uh, you may look at them, they, they, they're called the Breakspears uh, and the uh, Aldo Bandini. Uh, some let me see, well, Somaglia, I believe, and Farnese, and, and Orsini. These are the these are the people who are the bloodlines that came. They claimed directly from the line of Ptolemy Sota. Now that's the secret right there, because there are two branches of the Illuminati that they call. Uh, the, there's of course the Illuminati that has been controlling what they call the evil one or the the Dark Agenda Illuminati. And there's another Illuminati supposedly on the white side, uh, which is the light side, and they're fighting with the Dark Agenda who has been in power, and part of the Pope's recognition was supposedly based on that, uh, that the uh, that uh, certain things by this uh, this other side of the Illuminati, this more spiritual Illuminati, who are trying to pick up on where our ancestors tried to give that light to the world, they are supposedly now coming into power and they're working from both ends of the planet. Now, whether this is true, you have to do your due diligence to find out because I'm just reporting what has now come to the surface. Yes. These two factions are now fighting with one another. Part of what you see in that war was the resignation of this last pope. So they now put a Jesuit in place as part of a deal that they stay, they say to bring down that Catholic hold on the planet. Whether or not it looks like they're trying to maintain control and to keep it up 
It's not. There's going to be so much dirt coming out about the banking policies, about the rapes and all of the, the crimes against humanity, uh, the, the, the Vatican being the, the head headquarters for child pornography and kidnapping of children around the world to the tune of hundreds of thousands for sacrifice and yes. the whole yard. All that's getting ready to come out. They're about to clean out the sewers of the Vatican, but all of the power of the Vatican has to shift now, and they're going to shift it to China. Now, they're talking about maybe an invasion of Australia and even the United States, and they're conditioning people here in the United States for mass destruction. Most of the movies that you see now is about total destruction of pictures of things that you have in your mind that immediately say, oh, wow, that's, that's, I grew up with those pictures of the White House. Now they got a movie coming out where the White House gets blown to shit. Yeah, and they got another one coming out where you're going to see Buckingham Palace get blown to shit. They're conditioning the people for that invasion, supposedly based upon those who are in that bloodline ruling the world or headquartered now in China. Now here's the other part. They are supposed to have come from Ptolemy Sota. Ptolemy Sota was supposedly the half-brother of Alexander the Great, but he was one of Alexander's serious, close uh, tie. He was like his, his number one bodyguard. There's only five people in his top bodyguard. Ptolemy yes. Sota was that. So they, they think that the reason why Ptolemy stepped up and took over after Alexander died was because he was the half-brother of Alexander because his, his father was Philip II of Macedonia, the same as Philip, I believe, Philip I or Philip II, but it was Philip of Macedonia who fathered Alexander, but from an outside marriage, fathered Ptolemy. So yeah. what happened Good was claim. they were real close. Yeah, they were real close. Ptolemy took over after he died, went to war, um, uh, in Kemet, especially to try to take over Kemet because they were all warring over Kemet. And I believe that Ptolemy went into Kemet and, and, and took over from a dude, I forgot the dude's name, I believe, um, oh, man, uh, my, history, my history brain right now is, is kind of, uh, I think it's Perdiceus was the dude's name, uh, or, or, or Perdiccas. But Perdiccas was the dude who wanted Ptolemy's, I mean, Alexander's spot. But yes. Ptolemy wanted Alexander's spot. He wanted to rule it all. But eventually, just to cut it short, he defeated Perdiccas and took over all up on the Nile, got rid, got all of that place, and then set himself up as Sota, the savior. That's what it means. Ptolemy, Sota means Ptolemy, the savior. And it was his face and his uh, premise that set the structure for the savior mentality that, that where he wanted to become um, a god, and he was yes. resurrected to a god. Now, just to give you that story, his bloodline, the Ptolemy or the Ptolemic bloodline, is who it is that this, this Count Vivaldi is talking about. And these are the people that I named off to you that say they're directly from his bloodline and that whole Kemetic ritual you see is what is now being played out in the Catholic Church. Everything mm. that they're doing 
is to uphold the comedic way of life, but masking it. So whenever you read anything having to do with Kemet, it always has a demonic tip on it when they touch it. Whenever they, you ever see any of the symbols of Kemet, it's all demonic. Yes. Okay? Because that's who took it over. The Ptolemaic bloodline Ptolemy. took that yes. over. Right. And I, I so now, said that that's not spoken of enough for people who claim to be historians and for people that so-called delve into Kemet so much, you never hear anything about the Ptolemies and what happened to their bloodline because they're the ones that preceded the so-called Kemites that everybody, the 18th dynasty and all of these other mm-hmm. bloodlines that people talk about. But when you go to the Metropolitan Museum, and you go into the comedic section, it's all Ptolemy. It's the, it's the whole yeah. um, bloodline. That's so right. it, it makes sense see. that these are the ones who took over. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So that's why <laughs> when... Um, go ahead. Go ahead, no. Go ahead. No, I'm saying that's why when people, you know what I'm saying, brother, the brother in the Vatican, and he's wearing a hat, and that's supposed to be Kemet because they like the way that we dressed. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that. They... <laughs> they're like they're taking, you know, they conquered Kemet. Oh, hello! Like they conquered it, and they have yeah. incorporated pieces of it everywhere that they go. As this, that's a telltale sign that this is who set things up. Yeah, they they about that pyramid life too. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they claim that as well because they conquered it. Mm-hmm. And they always yeah, in, in particular, right? When the brother Anthony Browder gives the Potomac on the Nile tour. And people are so, you know, they're so moved with, you know, with, with, with the comedic symbolism that have been strewn about throughout the District of Columbia. Again, like he was saying, they fail to realize they are not invoking, cons- you know, they're not invoking who you mean. Yeah, and, and yeah like, like they're, they're touching on the Ptolemy, you know what I'm saying? They're touching on, you know, the people that... Alexander the Great with with, with sacking him, you know what I'm saying, and and taking them last bits of information and now having them in the Vatican where they're doing a ritual. Well, again, you have to look at it this way as well, that everything that we're looking at is it began with the destruction of Kemet and the, the erosion of Kemet under Akhenaten. And most people of course, praise Akhenaten because the whites praise Akhenaten because of what he did. After the serpent kings came in and they were driven out, um, it was this, it was from the, the, the 15th and 16th dynasty that, the, that Kemet began to go downhill and become more Europeanized. It was before that, when you're talking about 10,000 years prior to that, we're talking about it being under African peoples, other Nubian black melanated peoples. The mixture began to actually take hold after, I believe, the 15th, uh, the 13th, I mean, 14th, 15th, and 16th dynasties. And that's when you began to see the Serpent Kings come in. And they say, of course, the Hyksos themselves uh, were the precursors to the Hebrews and so forth. And they may be correct in that only because um, Akhenaten adhered to and began to change the, the, the religious uh, the the uh, theopolitical structure of Kemet by tossing out all of the old names and the old temples that were actually 
the Senate and the House of Representatives for ancient Kemet. He was going to consolidate it as a dictatorship under the Aten rule, and he was going to be a theocratic uh, uh, king ruling under one god. That's why this European likes the, the Akhenaten so much to the point where they deified him in the Rosicrucian order because he destroyed all the political system. When they destroyed the gods, when you destroyed the so-called gods on the chairs, you destroyed the political system of Kemet. That's why they love Akhenaten so much even to the point of painting him white, because of what he did to destroy Kemet's infrastructure, the theopolitical system. And why it is that Akhenaten, who essentially had the last name of Mose, was tossed out by, um, by Ramesses, who was a general at that time, and Horonheb. They had to drive him out of Kemet, and that was the so-called exodus that they told you about in the Bible. So, where he has that the whole legacy that came out of it, that was pretty much the fall at that time of ancient Kemet because all of that did, all that did was to destroy the political holdings and all of the the influence that Kemet had on all of the regions around there, and everybody started to attack at that time. And once Alexander came into Kemet, uh, he went to Memphis and built a, a shrine, a portable shrine to Sesostris who was the greatest conqueror of all. matter of fact, the world's first conqueror is supposed to be Sesostris, who conquered all the way up into Russia. And nobody hears about him. And uh, all the way from Syria and down in you know, parts of India, they knew about Sesostris. <clears throat> so at that point, uh, all of that influence being down, Alexander coming in, and of course he dying out and not leaving a successor, the natural successor, stepped in with his right based on blood, which was Ptolemy, and took over. And all of the rituals, if you notice some of my lectures, I've seen, I've shown you pictures of the way they carry the Pope, the fans that they carry beside him in their processional uh, rituals look exactly like the fans of ancient Kemet. Again, they've taken something of us, corrupted it with their uh, Neanderthal mentality and made it into something uh, evil. And so with what it is that they've learned, the uh, the Jesuits and all the rest of them now who are all dovetailing out of that bloodline, they now come together to create what you see now running the world. The black pope is the ruler of the world at this time, but he takes his orders from around the ten, uh, the ten families who essentially have more power than any of them, according to uh, Eric John Phelps. <clears throat> These lines of people, uh, the Breakspears, who are, who are now uh, headquartered in China, uh, the Orsinis, who are headquartered in Italy, uh, these are what they call the Gelfs and the Gevelines. When you see that movie that came out just a while back called Lord of the Rings, and you see the Gelf uh, verse as the, uh, in, um, in the Dark Crystal, when you're looking at the Gelfs versus the, um, the Skeksis, this is them writing their own stories and giving it to the children as a children's story. Okay? All of that. They see, he says, of course, that um, the, uh, the Cecil family and the uh, Calavincini, the Cini uh, families, I'm trying to remember the name of the um, uh, this woman named Camilla uh, Palavicini, Camilla Palavicini, 
supposedly is more powerful than Queen Elizabeth II. And that her and Prince Philip uh, essentially kissed the ass of the papal bloodline of the Brickspare family, and they got their headquarters someplace there in in, in the UK, on a, I think on someplace called Mount Street, M-O-U-N-T Street. So uh, just giving you a kind of a breakdown of the power structures that are out there, uh, this dude, uh, Pepe Orsini, and, uh, and, and the names that, that constitute that bloodline, they talk about the 10, the 13 bloodlines. Um, you're looking at uh, David Rockefeller. Was it David Rockefeller or David Rothschild, I believe. He married one of the, uh, uh, the, the Aldo Brandinis, who is part of that papal bloodline. So you could tell by the incestuous relationships they have, these ten families intermarrying with one another, that this is the ruling bloodline. And they have the serious plans worked out. But, but, and I don't want to take up too much time so that we can maybe bring some other brothers and sisters in. Yes. Something happened back last year in November, which for the brothers who are Moors, uh, we have been working on this. And those of you who have been with me since the 1980s, the mid-80s, going into the 90s and the, and the gathering of the masters will know about this. I've been talking about the change in political structure of the entire planet for a long time, and those of you who have been with me know that. You've been there to the gathering of the masters when I've invited white, black, Native Americans, and there was this fight, this underground war that was going on inside of the United States government that I was and a lot of other brothers and sisters were privy to and knew that was something going on that was getting ready to change the world when 2012 had hit, we didn't know because so many different things were coming out. It was the uh, the, um, uh, the names of these things that came out. There were these trusts that were coming out that were supposed to take back the United States government away from the fiat system and bring it back onto gold. Well, right now, China has hoarded 80% of all the gold on the planet and she is about to become the one that's going to institute the world dollar or the, the value of gold and the world dollar the way the American dollar used to rule commerce on the world stage. China is about to do that now. There's going to be a crash over here, but they're saying that it's not going to be as bad. I, I can't believe that. I can't believe that they're going to be relinquishing the power of the dollar and we're not going to get the kind of repercussions and the ripples back here that's going to have to cause, it's going to end up allowing Obama and whoever is president to bring foreign troops here to quell the population because it's getting ready to happen. Now, will it happen? Is it going to happen? That's what this delicate balance and this war is going on to make sure that there is no bloodshed, no wild craziness that happens, no invasions, and so forth. But something happened back in October last year, and I was telling people back in the mid-'90s that I would be telling people just a little bit as things begin to happen because you never knew. So many people were getting killed. So many people were being uh, disappeared. So many people just shut down before we were able to tell all this or before the people who were actually doing the work were able to come forward and talk about it. 
Yes. But if you want, we could take a break or do what you want, get some questions. I can tell you what the situation is and where to go to look it up to see if it would work for your legal paperwork, the things that you need to do when you are addressing this defunct system, the pseudo-Illuminati now coming down, the entire fiat system having been foreclosed around the world. No, I would want you to go directly into that. We could get our cups of water and our, you know, our moringa breaks later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's let's go full force with this, bro. Okay, great. Well, let me just break this down to let you know um, that as we speak, as we speak at this particular time, um, back in November, I mean October uh, of 2012, and again at December 24th, which is <laughs> very very apropos because it was around December 24th when everything uh, went to hell, actually, regarding the, um, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, what is that, the the institution of the Federal Reserve System that actually brought down the dollar and the worth of every human being and put everybody into a slave system. Well, the interesting part about it was that uh, back in November October and November and December, uh, something happened, and I'm going to read off what I what they sent to me. Okay, and let me read this off to everyone, and I just put a few of my own words in here. And again, do your own research the way I've done. I don't take everything at face value. I'm only saying this because it's necessary for us to spread the word. Whether this is another part of the Hegelian dialectic that gets us to get coordinated in one area so that they can set up the antithesis in another area to get us fighting at one another, I don't know. But something about what happened on 24th of December is too interesting for me not to let you know. It would be unethical for me to let, not let the family know. So here it is. It's called the OPPT, and you most likely have heard about it. This is something we were talking about, uh, the policies and the specific uh, protocols that they instituted was something we were talking about at the gatherings of the masters for those of you who have been out there since 1990. And it says here, the One People's Public Trust created and filed legal documents based on the law of one, universal law and the UCC law that states in effect each human is a manifestation of the creator source and as such is a creator and is not subordinate to any artificial principality or corporate fiction. What the trustees accomplished was the reverse engineering of the financial system, including its endemic corruption. They discovered that it was beyond repair. So what did they do? And I put in here, the parasitic elite still controlled the judges, the police, the banks, the media, and the consciousness of an unawakened humanity. All the corruption inherent in the system, all the companies, transactions, financial houses, and governments worldwide were registered corporations within a very well-documented system called the UCC. 
all IRS codes are registered in the UCC. Now, here's what happened. With the uh, filing of this particular trust into the UCC system and having it not been rebutted, it wasn't rebutted, you know we have to either give it three days or seven days before it is rebutted, and if it is not rebutted, it becomes part of the law in UCC. In that, with that UCC filing, the following organizations, corporations were foreclosed on December 24th. The Federal Reserve, the International Monetary Fund, the Bank of International Settlement, the Hague, and the World Bank, along with the Vatican Bank and every other bank that has a corporation is foreclosed. Now, what we were saying is that those people who are acting as if everything is still working do not understand that they have been freed from the system in accordance with the filing of this particular document, which essentially is the trust, the One People's Public Trust. Now, it says here... Now, it says here, and I will continue, and the brothers that I've turned it on to very quietly, I've given them, and these guys are like monsters with the UCC. When I pass this OPPT to them, they say, like, brother, who are you? How did you get hold of this? What is this stuff? I'm saying this is something that's been working in the works since the 1980s, and it's only now come to this point. And there are so many other things that's going on. Now, of course, the people who are actually promoting this are kind of whacked-out Europeans who believe in, uh, you know, uh, all this terrestrials and, you know, the spiritual, and I've been channeling and all this all nonsense. But they're trying to put their own version of synthetic spirituality onto this. The paperwork, from what I understand, is super sound, and everybody who understands the UCC reading this knows exactly the power of what it is. Obviously, they must have pimped what it is they got from Moorish science and what it is that came with Moorish documentation of law. So let me continue. It says all U.S. codes are registered in the UCC. Let's say that again. All U.S. codes are registered in the UCC. All international equivalents are registered in the international equivalent of the UCC. The Canadian equivalent of the UCC is, quote, the Personal Property Security Act. Just in case those of you who are in Canada don't know about UCC and can't find UCC anywhere when you go in to do your own due diligence, it is under the Personal Property Security Act. It's all registered and documented. The U.S. was a corporation until, listen, one people's public trust canceled it and left what was always there. United States of America Trust. See, now this is what it is we did not know, that the United States Corporation was actually a trust set up for the people. The thing happened was that the American government went into collusion with this bloodlines to keep that from the people so that all of what you see now, the fact that your, your president gave away $16 trillion that was supposed to be suffused back into 
the economy, to rebuild the infrastructure of the United States. He gave it to those people in the bloodlines. Anytime you hear anything on the TV, on CNN or anywhere, about the so-called U.S. debt or the debt of the United States of America or the corporate debt, that's the debt that the United States government had to the people. And your president gave away $16 trillion of your ancestral, hard-earned, blood, electrical, current energies that built this country and the rest of the world. Gave it away because you did not know how to claim it. Let me go on. They go on to say that there is one in Australia as well. It means that every, the very concept of self-determination by the citizens of every country was and still is a complete fraud. What wasn't well known, listen, was that the UCC and commercial registry was itself a privately run company. Let me say that again. The UCC and commercial registry was itself a privately run company commandeered and run by the principals, agents, and beneficiaries of these slavery systems, these private corporations, until one of the people discovered it. Through a series of registrations, gifts, and assignments, the ownership is now in the original owner who paid for it. That is, we the people of this planet. But humanity doesn't know that it was gifted or rather returned back to them, and the bankers are sure as hell not going to tell them that. In legal terms, in order for a gift transfer to take place, someone has to accept the gift. This woman named Heather Johnson, I forgot her name, Heather Thompson, I believe, drew up, she's a lawyer, she drew up the acceptance papers for the gift that we are supposed to have received from the trust. Heather drew up the acceptance papers and accepted and registered the gift of the UPC for humanity to be held in perpetual trust by the One People's Public Trust, which itself belongs to humanity. Being that these imposters posed as being superior and other equal manifestations of creator source, and derive their substance from the abuse, ridicule, murder, theft, and extortion of other creator source manifestations, which means other human entities, the One People's Public Trust successfully filed and executed legal proceedings for closing on said governments, banking institutions, and supporting infrastructure and collaborators. A key part of the approach that the powers that were, this is how they're calling them, not the powers that be, but the powers that were, a key part of the approach of the powers that were, could not and will not rebut, is that the slavery systems, all of them, were private corporations operating under the guise of the people's government. They have created legal frameworks called CVACs, which will act as interim governments. They have allocated $500 billion or $500 million I'm sorry, they have allocated $500 million from each $5 billion owed to each human in equity to each of the 194 CVACs to fund their startup. Every government requires funding. While the trust, once fully executed by lawful military and, and law enforcement, will bring substantial prosperity to humanity, it's bigger than that. 
It's the legal basis for the complete permanent removal of the slavery system the controllers instituted. Other than that, there's nothing left to file on the UCC. There's nothing to file to say I am a human being, common law is my law. It's already done. The one people's public trust filed for every human on the planet who knows how to put the paperwork in that there's no more you have to prove that you're a human being, period. That particular interface of the so-called straw man has now been removed because the corporation that created and supported it has been foreclosed. Now, let me go on again. I'm not telling you to take my word for it. Look into this because the premise is sound, okay? Now, one of the advisors gracefully allowed to be told. Now, the template, there are templates now that are actually available for you to read through it to see what's going on. Let me finish up. I'm almost done. The only ones responsible, now here's the secret most people don't know, and this is deep. You have to know this. The actual promise to pay, this is, this is something that we don't, we don't know about because we believe that the fiat dollars that were actually coming off the printing press of the Federal Reserve, that we were responsible for paying that debt. That's why when you use the private dollars of the, of the, of the Federal Reserve, you don't own anything because you're using private money that was printed by a private corporation of the bloodline. So you don't own anything because you're not actually giving. You've accepted by taking on all of their little contracts. You've accepted to pay the debt. You've taken responsibility for the money, and you've taken responsibility for what is, but you don't know that everything was already prepaid for you. Everything that you manufactured is supposed to be yours. All of that deal for the blood, sweat, and tears of the Americans to, re to build the industrial society that you see here was already signed, sealed, and delivered, and everything that came off the assembly line was supposed to be yours based upon the energy, current, or currency of your labor. Okay? So let me go on very quickly. Now, the UCC... 10, 10, 10, or 30, I am free, it is already in the system. It is already noticed to all required parties that when you come in and put your paperwork in, that OPP trust that was already put into the UCC has already said that your paperwork is valid. You don't have to put in all the kind of extra paperwork. And the thing is that the system now is being supported by the ignorance of the people because the system no longer exists. Now, let me go on. It's already cured. They actually promised to pay those who own the dollars in the beginning of the, the establishment of the Federal Reserve, those who want, uh, wanted to institute that system promised to pay in gold and silver because they set up the whole debt system. It was their debt system and, therefore, their responsibility. They made the promise and it was recorded inside the Constitution to use U.S. dollars. Anytime anyone used the U.S. dollar, it represented the debt that was going to be paid in gold and silver. The only person who is responsible for an instrument, this is law, the only person responsible for an instrument is the issuer of the instrument, 
Therefore, you didn't issue it. You were not responsible for it or the debt it incurred. But you did take the responsibility by signing into all these adhesion contracts, like your Social Security, your driver's license, your birth certificate. All of these were adhesion contracts to say that I will pay the debt and my labor will be responsible for paying the debt rather than you giving me what is owed to me and the people in gold and silver. So it says it's going to be a promise. Follow me, Doc. Conversation. Sorry. Please continue. Sorry. So the only ones responsible for paying a Federal Reserve note are the Federal Reserve. And who are the number one shareholders of the Federal Reserve? Rockefeller, Rothschild, all of those. They're responsible for that debt. Okay? And that's it in a nutshell. Now, here's what they said. Lawful money of the United States, okay, uh, $16 billion overseas and in secret insurances and so forth, the euro pound, all of that based on this very system – all of that is all on whoever issues the dollar. Now, this is what they have said in the OPP Trust, and I will close with this, and we can open up for any questions or for whatever it is that we need to do to marinate on everything that was said. It says here, all people equally on earth have an individual duly verified sum certain of $5 billion in lawful money of the United States of America in gold and silver. Let me repeat that. Everybody on the planet, now we would say, oh, this is all pipe dreams. This is all, listen, it starts with an idea in your mind, and if, if, if they have 2 million hits already and we are just in March, something is happening. Okay, so I'm saying things to you, and it starts in the consciousness. It starts where you are willing to take responsibility and find out for yourself. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm just going to let you see which way the path goes and then tell you, here's the map. Find it yourself. So it says here, all people equally on earth have an individual duly verified some certain of $5 billion in lawful money, and you know that too if you were to understand that your Social Security is actually the front number of a bank account that belongs to you. If you turn it on the backside, I told you this since 1994, that those red numbers essentially that they had in, in a few of them since 1996 and 97, you've got red numbers is to your exemption priority account. And if you are my age, 62 and, and over, you have over billions in that account. In, in fact, your QCIP your is off the chart with monies. And that you can go and claim it if you know how to stand before the tribunal of seven and tell them that you're here to help humanity and you have a paperwork layout of everything that you're going to do to help build the world. But anyway, let me finish saying what they're saying here. All people equally on earth have an individual duly verified some certain of $5 billion in lawful money of the United States, and this is all small letters of America in gold and silver. This is the amount, and this is a whole other story about a whole other bond and trust. They say over three quintillion, 500 quadrillion, and that's three, followed, uh, and five followed by 17 zeros, just in case you want to know what that number means. It's over three quintillion, five hundred quadrillion, right? 
just and duly verified equity debt against the debtors. That's how much is there waiting to be claimed by each and every body on this planet. There is additionally duly verified sum of $5 billion in lawful money of the United States of America in gold and silver for each of those peoples damaged by the actions and systems of the previous debtors. Over three quadrillion lawful money of the United States of America, gold and silver, is in duly verified debt of damages is being placed against the debtors. So all the gold that you see being um, parceled up right now in China is for the purpose of giving the dollar back to the people in worth based on the energies because the, the, the way the system is, it sapped the energy of the people and destroyed the infrastructure of all societies in order for this to happen. And for this particular system to remain in place, you have to continue to create wars. That's why this bloodlines is always over there in the, in the east and every place else, wherever you go, there's wars all over the planet, and that's what keeps this particular system in place. That's why the, 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 those who are instituting this are trying to get as many people into the UCC to understand what was done with the One People's Public Trust because if we don't know and we continue to support this defunct system, the war that is happening overseas in order to keep that dollar solvent for the bloodlines will end up here. And with that, we'll open up the floor, or if anybody has any comments, to the contrary, I'm open because I'm always ready to learn. That was a heavy bill. That was a heavy bill. Yes, indeed. That was definitely a heavy one. Hopefully, perfectly. It's the beginning. Okay, Ray, how you want to carry it? Let's go to these lines. lines. Do you have any, uh, you got any questions pertaining to what you just heard? Nah. Anything come out at you? I'm absorbing all of that right now. Um, shout out to my family, Texas. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my family in um, New Orleans, in Louisiana, to be exact. The boot, the mud. We had this conversation that the Valentine just dropped on us uh, when I was out there in Texas a few weeks ago. Brother brought that to my attention, and I want to give him a salute. I, I would never want that to not be put on public record that there are moors out there that have this information and they're moving on it. So you, you just cracked the code. I'm glad that you did that on the show tonight. And it's time to, uh, you know, it's time for my active, not passive brothers and sisters that are out there who swing that sword, that shimitar, and who are already, you know, have, you know, who, who, who've been fighting everything from parking tickets to their lives on the line, the true warriors, the people that you have to be able to salute the Moors for the work that they do. And you know why I say this? Because, and I'm not trying to become, I'm not trying to separate, I'm not trying to negate anybody else's work, but these brothers have to look the beast eye to eye 
Ooh, they look this beast eye to eye. There's other organizations that are mad at the Caucasian and they punching and they yes mamming and yes sirring nine to five every goddamn day and they, they have not done anything in my eyes that shows me that they're about what they say they're about. They're just mad. They just talk about it. The Moors have demonstrated they not they, just their demonstration alone is a revolutionary act in itself. Okay? Even if it's a goddamn parking ticket. You understand? So salute my brothers. This is the upgrade right here. This is time to elevate the argument yeah. or this is time to elevate the and mission salute. to yeah. another Definitely level. Salute sisters like Anna E and Raz Mariah Bated are showing people that these uh these traffic courts are non existent. Yeah, you, know you should think that's don't don't no merit. You should have think that's no merit. She's dismantling she single handedly. Is dismantling a piece of the system, like brick for brick, mortar for mortar. You know what I'm saying? People need to stand up and salute the people that are actually that they're putting in. They're dropping, uh, uh, they dropping Goliath with them, them little pebbles. You know what I'm saying? And this brother is speaking of an organization able to get together and throw a boulder. You know what I'm saying? And they finally got the stone through the window. So. You know, hopefully when we see angst is being displayed in places like East Flatbush with the youth running up in, in, in little establishments like Rite Aid and, and snatching bubble gum, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully we can get this information to the youth and empower them and let them really, really know what it's about, you know what I'm saying, how to really turn that angst into power. Yeah. What the kneecaps it is being. What they want, they want that. Since this thing has been instituted and has been passed by and has been looked at by senators and people who are working and have taken the secret oath, you know that the judges and the lawyers and those who are in the upper echelon of this particular judicial system have taken an oath not to tell you what's really going on. A lot of them, of course, have broken ranks because they understand the kind of corruption that's in the system. As a matter of fact, this woman who actually put in with two other dudes, two other white dudes who put in this particular one people's public trust, she was an attorney, and it was she that did all this research along with them in the attorney, uh, in the attorney's books, going in back in there in, inside of their Bibles to find out what was going on. That found a loophole that said that that you could go in there just like this other brother who who went in and, and uh, a brother who is out of uh, Washington D.C. Uh, Brother Cowell Bay, who said that he's the one who has the only legitimate and original um, uh, documented incorporation of Mubudu Ali's organization, and uh, said that those who have been saying they had it did not do the very thing that Noble Drew Ali himself said to do in order to keep the um, the corporation, the Morris Science Temple, going forward. And when he went in to put in the documents and did his search and due diligence, the thing that was supposed to have been done in order to maintain the continuity of the church, of the uh, Morrisite Temple, I mean, was not done. So he filed the legitimate paperwork, and he's the one that he said, and again, again, you need to do your due diligence, he claims that the governments are talking to him directly now as the legitimate 
uh, person who presides over the Morris Science Temple. And I would like to get everybody interfaced with him to see whether or not that's legitimate to do their own due diligence to see if this brother is also legitimate. Because remember, I don't take things at face value. I take things that seem to me to be within my Ma'atian frame of mind. And then after looking at what they have to say, after hearing what they have to say, I put that proposal before the people. And that's exactly what I did with the One People's Public Trust because it is in line with something I knew that did not die down since the mid-'80s when I remember it was introduced to me. And here it is, the very wording, everything that I knew back then that I didn't want to and couldn't speak about, here it is now. They say, bring it out. Tell everybody now what has happened. And the first part of that was this pope, uh, what's his name, uh, Pope Dracula, he completely descends the throne. But I want also to make sure that people understand that they also said, do not try to get to the people who do not know, especially the uh, policy uh, enforcers that you call police. Uh, these policy enforcers and these people who work in these corporations really think the system is still working. So all they are there is just to pull a nine-to-five-dollar so that they can pay their bills or, or get themselves a new six-pack of beer. They don't know any different. They're there to support what they think is real. So you can't actually try to, you know, hold guard your way and let them know you. I know this. You don't know that. What they're telling you is that you cannot construct your paperwork to the system anymore. You have to construct your paperwork to the individual representing the system now, and you have to actually give them paperwork stating what it is that has happened, and, of course, the OPP Trust gives you that paperwork to present to them, and you have to do it with benevolence, with humility, with love, knowing that these people are part of you as part of the synthesis of you. This is who you are. They don't know any better. You're there to instruct them. And the best way to do that is with humble humility and with, um, you know, with uh, wisdom. You approach them with wisdom and as human beings. You don't try to attack. You do Tai Chi rather than karate. So this is how you have to introduce this, just like I'm introducing it to everyone, letting them know that the premise has been struck, that the paradigm of the pseudo-illuminati has now crumbled from inside, and it's been done legally through the system they themselves were instituting. They say that the Moors instituted it, but essentially they're the ones that have been upkeeping it, and they're the ones who believe they're the orig originators of it. But it is about no longer everything, every corporation, every government that's on the planet for the last 75 to 150 years, every government on the planet has been a corporation. With the introduction of the OPPT into the UCC, all corporations that were based on the Federal Reserve System have now been foreclosed, which means everything that you get from them with capital letters in your names or anything that has all capital letters has been foreclosed. Wow. Wow. Profound information. And hopefully the brother that you're speaking of, we can utilize the uh, gathering that Brother Africa Mabada is going to be having, I believe, in June. Yeah, and all June. of the Moors will be in one room having this uh, think tank discussion. And we need to bring forth that brother, you know, for engagement. Brother Philip Crowell, Philip Crowell Bay. Brother Philip Crowell Bay. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, uh, you know, we will all... Uh, 
consult with you off the uh, air. Mm-hmm. Get some more information and reach out to the brother. No doubt. And um, again, you know, you're laying a foundation, and it's exactly what I was talking about right before we began. Where I said the Super Bowl had the precedent for this. I didn't even know that you were gonna lay it out like this to show exactly how the Moors have defeated, you know what I'm saying, the church. Just mm-hmm. in, in the game, you know, the Moors from Baltimore or the Lords of the Land, Bow, Moor, Lords of the Land, the Moors, you know, defeated the Franciscans, they defeated the church, you know. And um it's played out. You know what I mean? It's played out. It's finally caught up to us. The signs show themselves first, and then the materializes. Or in this matter, you know, one preceded the other, but the information just caught up to us right in time, right before we enter this uh, New Year of spring. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing, family. The glory is here. It's amongst us. Uh, but I'm sure that you still got to be willing to put up a good fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is so, not going to be an easy. It's not going to yeah. be an easy fight. But we're giving you and, the tools. As somebody just said in the chat room, they're showing you with the, the World War Z and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They intend to hold on. But, you mm-hmm. know, their, their their powers have already been zapped for them. And it's nothing but the uh, the people, the ignorance of the people. You know what I'm saying? And that's why the people, they're ignorant because that's they don't know. That's an energy in itself. Right. You see that's the energy within itself. You know, being blind, having your back turned, you know what I'm saying, and your ass out, pause. You know, they're going to go to town every time. So you got to straighten the people up. You got to clean them up. You got to straighten them up. You got to open their eyes. And hopefully, you know, they'll be willing to defend their perimeter. So with that being said, um, it's 11.05. We're about to start the meditation in a few minutes. I'm going to dedicate it. To your partners that you were speaking about earlier that you came through with because it's very it's vital and it's integral when somebody comes in with the team, you know what I'm saying, and these people will get in a circle, your information is not only yours but it's theirs as well because it's been many instances I can speak for myself that it's been times when people have been ready, you know, myself included and people around me ready to throw the hat in, you know what I'm saying, do something else. You know, sometimes blows just get too much, and it'd be that one brother or that one sister that just edges you on. Sometimes it takes one word, or it takes them doing something to inspire you to keep moving. So oftentimes when you see monumental figures such as Valentine, it's just not him. He represents a, conten- a, 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 a contingency of people that we normally don't see. So with that being said, I would like to uh, dedicate tonight's meditation to the life of the brother that you spoke of earlier. And when we do that, after we do that, should I say, we come back, we will go directly into the questions and answers. Family, I already have a plethora of hands up in the call queue. Okay? So we'll delve directly into it when we come back from the meditation. Um, in the meantime, in between time, let me open up Brother Red's line. This phone just dropped. Red, you with us? 
Yeah, we got a few minutes left before 11-11. Is there anything that you want to uh, leave us with a purpose to family with before we go in? Say that again? Is there anything that you would like to add on? Um, I just, you know, of course I want to dedicate my 11-11 to my, uh, my wife, better half, my family, my son, you know, and to the family because it starts at home first, and then to the conscious family, to the Moors, to all of the different brothers and sisters out there on the front lines, to the teachers, to the ones who have left us prematurely, to brothers like True Master, who is behind the wall. You know what I mean? I want to give a shout-out to that brother and all his trials and tribulations and love and light to him. I want to send love and light to uh, the memories of uh, of our conscious uh, teachers who have made transitions, such as Sister Myra, Brother Uriel Bay, with other brothers and sisters who had, whose names, in my humble opinion, are not spoken of enough inside of the community for their legacy to live on. We have to put these people on the front and let their names be known. Brother Steve Coakley, Dale Jones, and all of the other brothers and sisters out there. Hey, Dr. Yes, ben, you know what I mean? You know, also, God. yes, uh, a special rest in peace, love and light. Let's send our prayers and our energy, okay, to uh, glorify the life and the legacy of the six-month-old Janila Watkins out of Chicago. We definitely want to, um, you know, acknowledge that beautiful spirit, okay? Yes, sir. So the family, uh, you know, find yourself in the dark. It'll be somewhere pitch black. Turn your lights out. Find yourself seated straight, back straight, feet flat to the floor. Palms on the edge of the knees or hands on the edge of the knees. Palms facing upwards towards the ceiling. Index fingers and thumbs touching, forming a pyramid. Tip of the tongue touching the roof of the mouth. Okay, and you're pulling your breath from your Deep breaths, inhaling through the nose, exhaling out of the mouth. We will be meditating to the sounds of Omni Padme Om, okay, which stands for the jewel in the lotus, the perfect balance between the masculine and the feminine principle, okay, that right and that left hemisphere of your brain, through which the middle passage is, uh, you know, where we portal and transit. And um, tap in, family, okay, portal to the other side, and we will see you back shortly. With us, I should.
Let me do this, okay? Let me go to the first caller that we have in the call queue. Because, like I said, it's a plethora of hands up in the call queue, and I want to, uh, you know, fit everyone in if possible, okay? And inform the callers that they have a certain amount of time to get their points or their yes. questions across because we and do we have to, want to accommodate. We have to, we have to implement, you know, caller protocol, okay? Please limit your questions, comments, or concerns to a, uh, you know, select number of minutes. I'm not going to dictate to you how many it should be or how many questions you should ask, but, you know, um, have some sort of discretion, you know what I'm saying? We're putting the ball into your court, just like this information is being put in the court, it's being put in your hands. We're asking you to be responsible, but also, you know what I'm saying, to be active on these particular principles. So let's try this thing out, okay? Go to caller from the 708, 708-CALLER, 708-422-708-CALLER. That's me. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. can you hear me? Yes, hey. we can hear you. Yes, this okay. Dr. Blair. Dr. Blair. And I enjoyed immensely the meditation. I space out so quickly anyway, so I almost lost the phone. But I do thank you, and I will not take much time. I would want to state that uh, as I end this with my universal prayer, but I want to just ask the brothers, sisters, and all who are present there to join me tomorrow. Uh, it would be 1.30 Central Standard. Uh, On the coast, of course, it's two hours behind if you're on the West Coast, one hour ahead if you're on the East Coast. I'm going to present what I call the madness of Earth, the beauty of Earth, and the ascendancy of Earth. So many things are happening now that everyone should hear. And I have 24 things that I'm going to mention tomorrow that are beyond belief that are still happening. I'm going to have to add 25 when I just heard Brother Valentine and you bring in the quadrillions of money. I, I have something to say on that one, too, because it's already started, of course, with this new pope. And that pope was not, he did not quit on his own. He is a pacemaker, but that was not why he quit, because already the International Tribunal of Crime of Church and State has pressed charges against him, the Vatican, the property and assets of all, with the abuse and trafficking of and killing of millions of people. This has not come out yet. There is a big change happening, and I want to say this simply again. If you would join me, if any of your audience would join me, I'd appreciate it. And I can simply give my website, with your permission, hopefully you can go there and register. And if you do, please join us again. The website is www.themetacenter, and you have to push the number 2.com. That's www.themetacenter2.com. Hopefully that's not too much to remember. If that is, then just simply call our business line, which is 708-422-6685. And I simply want to end with this one again. After I followed my first mind, I then didn't give too much of a second thought to it because I understand that misguided and guided things come in threes. And we are now into the fourth dimension, and with love, meditation, and soon we will drink, eat, and live in the fifth dimension. So as numbers progress, we are now progressing. And I ask again the same thing, and I'll end with this one. Please, Universal Creator, know in my heart that I love you. Please protect me and this planet on which I live now. Please open my mind, my spirit, and my soul to receive only truth in your love now. There's a battle going on, and I know we're on the right side of it, so don't give up now. 
They're killing us, but they're also dying. And there's more dying this year than you're going to find out has happened in 300 years. Watch my words. But we should now be born again. So I thank you for that. I do hope some of you will join me. For the red, brother, blue, I appreciate again. I didn't want to intrude, but I did want to try to reach that audience because I want them to hear tomorrow the madness that's going on, and many of the prophecies are in the process of being filled as we talk. Even the locusts are back. Right. Well, you're on the phone with Dr. Valentine as well, so please make sure that you give the brother his proper salutation. Oh, yes, for sure. Again, Brother Valentine, I didn't mean to horn in on that one. I didn't know, and I appreciate very, very, very much the information you dropped and the information as you went out into the quadrillions. I've never heard it quite explained like that, and I will salute you for doing that. I'm glad that I was around to hear it. Give thanks. It's always good to hear my elder brother. Uh, give thanks to you for being who you are and for establishing what you did your Um, my apologies. I was in the chat. I mean, my finger slipped. I was going to do something else. I, I do apologize. Please continue. That's all right. It was fitting. Thank you very much, Brother Elder, uh, brother uh, Dr. Delbert Blair. Uh, definitely, everybody, tune in. Uh, make sure you're there to uh, hear what the brother has to say because the brother always brings some profound information for us. Definitely. And thank you all very much. Creator bless us all. Creator bless you, Brother Valentine, but Red, Brother Blue, and everyone else who has consciousness. This is our time. We just got to seize it and know how to use it. And thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Let us go to, uh, hello? Yeah, hello? Yeah, there's a lot of noise in the background. I just wanted to uh, let, uh, just to kind of dovetail off of what it is that uh, my good brother, Dr. Delbert Blair, said. Uh, he was speaking and confirming what we spoke about earlier. Uh, it's all going to be a simultaneous quickening. And that's what's happening right now, a simultaneous quickening around the entire planet. Every consciousness synapse that is laced, that is like an embroidery around our planet of energy, all of it is picking up the same information, and there is a quantum transcendence at this moment happening. And I am very happy that uh, we have uh, soldiers on the front line like Dr. Blair, uh, Bobby, and uh, Brother Panic, and everybody else that's out there, you brothers, the blues, the reds, and all of the other brothers and sisters that are named on there, uh, actually doing the work. Give thanks uh, to every one of you. Indeed. Thanks to you too, brother. Absolutely. Let me uh, go to another caller so I can put my phone back on mute. Caller from the 757-757-342-757. Caller, peace. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let me try another Seven five seven caller seven five seven three four eight three four eight caller seven five seven three four eight peace peace I come in the name of Wild Champion God Allah Bay. First and foremost, I'd like to give some respect to a brother that passed away two days ago out in Chicago. A brother by the name of Ruben Real Thoughts Muhammad. He lost his uh, bout with pancreatic cancer. He was a real good brother. 
Um, I have a question, and it, and it goes along with a statement. My question is, you know, I've been um, studying for some time now, and uh, my studies have been put on hold for a little while as far as me actually being able to go out and put in some footwork because I have a very sick child at home, and um, dealing with her takes up most of my time. But um, I have received the, um, the course the course section that Sister Myra had put out, what was it, about five, six, seven years ago. Uh, me and probably about eight other brothers had purchased it. And um, something had happened with the brothers I was doing it with, uh, but for whatever reason, you know, our, our, our system that we were doing didn't work out. And um, I've been kind of in limbo with it from that. Um, you know, I've, I recently got back into it, you know, doing some more studying with the Moors. Um, and, and I was listening to Taj Tariq Bay, and Taj Tariq Bay was saying that the UCC was unnecessary. He said because you as the individual and dealing with the premise of I serve Lord Master is the paperwork. And I'm kind of, like, confused because I don't know where to go, what to do, how do I go about taking myself completely out the matrix. And if anyone has any resources that I could, you know, link into either on the Internet or either the 757, known as the God Cities, or Hampton Roads, Virginia, if anybody knows anyone or anything that I could go to get resources and learn from to study to just finally get myself fully out of the matrix. And to piggyback on that, um, my, my child is very sick. Um, the state takes care of her. I, I can't afford to do it. Her bills are in the millions of dollars. What do I do if I'm taking myself out the matrix to include that she keeps being taken care of? And that's my question. Peace. But what is your child? What is the what is the child's um, challenge? Um, she's blind. She's deaf, and she's a quadriplegic. She's paraplegic, and she is blind and deaf. Yes, this all came yeah. about. This all came about because she had hydrocephalus, and her shunt caught meningitis. Okay, uh, how old is she? She'll be three on the twenty-first. Uh, was she vaccinated? Excuse me. Was she vaccinated, or was my, her mother vaccinated? Oh no, I didn't. I, I I didn't give her any vaccinations. Her mother. I, I don't know if her mother was vaccinated or not. Was there anything done during that time to monitor the child while the child was in utero? Was this something that was predicted by the doctors? No. Well, the whole story was we, you know, we were going to our doctor's appointments and we attended all the doctor's appointments we were supposed to go to. And um, her mother had complications with bleeding and pain and went to the emergency room. And the emergency room gave us some antibiotics or something and told us to keep in contact with the hospital if um, anything, you know, any any more problems came about, and we kept on being in contact with the hospital. But the bottom line is within the next hour after us being in contact with the hospital, she had the baby on the bathroom floor, and she was only one pound, four ounces when she was born. I had to get the baby mouth to mouth until the ambulance came. And she spent okay. almost a year in the hospital after that. Okay, now how, what month was the baby born? March. You know what I'm saying? Um she was she was born only after how many months was she born? Oh, she was twenty four weeks. She was twenty four weeks. Yes. Oh, so you oh, so she had a, um, an incomplete uh, an incomplete uh, partum then you're talking about. So what you're saying is the child was born um, drastically premature. Yes. I see. 
Okay, well, yes, you are definitely going to need the state, uh, or at least the kinds of monies necessary for you to be able to give her the kind of um, occupational therapy, uh, or at least uh, the type of teaching for a child that the Helen Keller Institute actually is the one that you need to look into. Okay. The Helen Keller Institute, because it deals with um, what they call double, uh, uh, what is that called again? It's a... Uh, uh, it's a double challenge or uh, uh, double uh, handicaps, uh, multiple handicaps, or, uh, m- uh, multi-handicapped children or people. Um, so you may want to look into or do a Google on the Helen Keller Institute. Now, the other thing is, as far as you dealing with that situation, as far as law is concerned, of course, you know, the brothers out here that are doing it now, doing it properly, that's all they do. So they've given up on doing any kind of work, jobs, or anything like that. This is their job. So if you negotiate with them, that's one thing. Uh, put your paperwork together, that's another thing. But if you want to investigate, and this is what is so necessary for us to do, our due diligence, investigate. You can call me at this number, 800-847-1291. Uh, hold Again, on one eight- second. Okay. Let me get a pen real quick. Bear with me, please, for a second. No problem. What's the number? 800. Okay. 847-1291. Yeah, 847 yeah. Then twelve ninety one. Eight four seven one two nine one. Okay. Now just call yeah, call and leave your number there and I'll get back to you. I'm usually give out my private number. That's the number I that you get the office number. I appreciate that, brother. No problem. And I'll see if I can get you in contact with some brothers that are on point with what it is. Matter of fact, I just upgraded their information with the OPPT, and it blew their minds. So there may be something that you could do, but you have to do your own research. The thing about this is now you're taking responsibility. It's about you doing the things now that the, that the government tells you you are incapable or incompetent of doing. So we have to yeah. do a fast track on what we really want to study and what we want to teach our children from the beginning. This is what we want to start teaching our children from the beginning. The UCC should be a part of reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's what we're saying here at the university. Now, we should be teaching our children law from the beginning so that they understand and understand what it is that they're dealing with out there as well as internally. So, um, you know, give me a call. I'll see if I could, you know, give you the numbers to people that I believe may be able to help you. Maybe you could negotiate something because I know all of us don't have the cash yet, but we are worth billions. We have yes. billions, but we don't know how to access it yet. Yes. Okay. I thank you, brother, and peace to y'all. You're welcome, brother. Take care. Peace to you, brother. You know what I'm saying? A salute for your strength. Yeah, it's right. it's, it's rough. It's rough, but I, I, I'm holding on. It got kind of hectic there for a second. I didn't know how I was going to make it, but I'm pushing through. Indeed. Keep pushing, you know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you. Absolutely, brother. Peace. Peace. 
Okay, let's go to the 860. 860-680. 860-680. Caller, peace. All right, how you doing, guys? How you doing, um, Mr. Um, Doctor TV? I'd like to call you. Too. Yes. Well, my question is, is this current event has brought up the forefront in my ear loops. I was wondering what now, for most people now that since we got this information out to now do now, in regards to um, this matrix now that is presented, that has shown its full colors now to the people. That's my question. What is your question? Uh, I say, since now this information has bestowed upon my ears and every other listener out here, what we are supposed to do now in regards to, um, I guess, um, deal with this matrix or leave this matrix now? That's my question. Okay, that's a choice. That's a a personal choice, brother. You have to get all the information. Again, I, I... I implore you, the last 36 years, those of you who have been there beginning with me, you've known me to tell you that don't just listen to what I say and look for somebody to give you the answers. The best we can do in the particular mediums that we are operating in is to give you the different tools for you to become self-sufficient, for you to upgrade your intellectual index, your consciousness index, so that you can now do the things. It's about assuming responsibility. We become, all of us in some shape or form, based on our conditioning, have become welfare-minded. And we believe that we have some kind of entitlement because somebody is telling us, well, what do you want to, okay, now what do I do? That's not how someone who is supposed to be, especially as males, abstract thinkers, people are supposed to be the ones who go out and get things done. I had a thing on Facebook, and, of course, you know, the feminists, they go ballistic every time I bring this out. But, again, men, men, men create societies. Men, men, men found and structure families. But the men are not out there doing it at this point because we essentially have now fallen for the feminist okey-doke, that we are useless, that we are pigs and dogs, that we are this or that, and we are not up to leading anymore, and that the trust that women had for us to lead is no longer there because we've been told, and they have been told, that they shouldn't trust us. Well, the reason why nothing is getting done is because men are waiting for things to be done, and they will not be done because we are the doers. We are the ones who structure societies. The women come in after we have structured them and embellish them turn the house into a home. But at this point, with all of the freedom that you see, with all of the money that you see that the women have been getting for the last 35 years under feminism, what has changed? Nothing. So it's us as men, we need to get up off our rusted dusties, look around inside of our crotch to find our balls, and start doing something about it. Stop asking. All I can do to you right now is give you the information that's necessary for you to do what a man must do in order to establish the foundation to a society, which is family. Get your family in order. Get your family structure in order. Get your mind in order first because you can't get your family or even a good woman together unless you as a good man get your mind together. 
So once you get your mind together and get it structured, focused, and your attention span now focuses instead of a broad beam, start focusing it like a laser to cut through all the bullshit and ignorance that you've been laboring under. And then from that point, you'll see the next dimension, as Brother Delbert Blair says, is there waiting for you to step through. So, yes, ask me what to do next, but then with all this information that I've just given to you, all you have to do is ask me for a couple of things. What's OPPT? I'm going after this myself. We have to become more self-sufficient. Okay? Okay. All right. That's a, that's a pretty strong perspective right there. Um, info, um, is this on the link? Okay, I, I want to research this thoroughly still on all this. That's Mm-hmm. If it's possible, tell us. I'm just going to post the link up? Or, you know. No, just go, go in there and do a Google. On, uh, it, it becomes so now popular. It was a very small thing that happened at the beginning of the year. When they filed it uh, in October, I believe, made the announcement in November, and then in December did the final filing of it because I believe that when they sent it into the UCC, they waited for their three days or seven days, and then was not it was not rebutted. It was at that time they made a declaration to the world that they have been that all the corporations have been foreclosed under UCC, which is essentially the predominant. And you have to know what UCC is. The UCC, and you have to understand this, is the prime commercial registry of the planet. It's international, national, and it has state portals, branches, and franchises under UCC uh, preserved something called agent to principle is principle to agent doctrine. It's everything that the planet operates under. It's the uniform commercial code. So everything is in that. Now, once they breached that, once they threw that virus into the uniform commercial code, all corporations got got uploaded. They got spiked with that virus, and they shut down. It shut down everything. So just taking that into context, that the corporations that you have faced and have based your reality on for these many years, grew up on to be staples in your reality, they are no longer actual functioning entities of business anymore. They've been foreclosed. Now you have to find out how you need to navigate and act within that. There is quintillion, as I was speaking, and Dr. Blair is now verified, there are quintillions of dollars. There's really, it's actually one to pi now as far as dollars are concerned. There's no such thing as dollars. There's not enough dollars to give to everybody. But the, the way that they set up the, the institution of the, the funding now through the electronics, using currency, which is an energy, through another medium of energy, which are the computers. So now the light source that we see as the resurrection of light we talk about, light code, and you know how many years I've been talking, the last 35 years about the light code transmissions. Well, the light codes are going to be the currency of worth is going to be based on the lights that are transferred by and through fiber optics around the entire world. The light from above that comes in from the light codes are going to filter in as our consciousness, and that consciousness is going to be filtered as the light through the fiber optics that we now use that generate the energy in our computers. That's how money is going to be given now, back and forth, how worth will travel. You wouldn't need to have money in your pocket anymore. You are going to be the source of worth. So you have to now get in that frame of mind. 
You can't think about worth coming from outside because everything about this UCC was established on the energy that the people of the United States and the world would be given. The gold that was supposed to back the dollar, the gold is representative of the energy that you are and what you put out in labor to create worth. And that's the thing. There are very few people creating worth anymore, and we have been shut down as a people from creating worth. And until you're back in the mentality of feeling like you're worth something so that you can produce worth, then everything you do and think is worth less. Okay. okay, so get into thinking more about what it is, and don't listen to everything that you see there with the OPPT. Just go in and find what's appropriate for you, because Europeans are going to come in with that and put in all their, you know, their, their all their, their, their fanciful new age with the blonde gods coming in and giving them all kinds of ciphers and 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 blonde people from Lyra, the planet, channeling in through them. All this bullshit. But what they're taking is our information, which is what we've been doing from Kemet all the way to the Moors, and they've synthesized it like they've taken everything. They've taken our dance steps. They've taken our mannerisms. They do everything. They talk like us. We have enriched them with humanity. Well, they've taken that aspect of our energies as well. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Arm pills and that's Okay. Thank you, Paula. I'm going to let you move on to the next caller so we don't have the time. I appreciate this information. Peace. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. Sorry, Doc. I got I to gotta let another one go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but uh, it would be remiss if I didn't let that thing go. Let me open up Red's line one more time. Red, you back with us? I'm with you. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Yep. Let me go to the next caller. Caller from a 310 310689. 310689. Caller. Peace. Peace, family. What's good? What's good? Hotep, Reverend Valentine. Hotep, no you got to drop another one now. You got to drop another one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, hold on. They got me in the queue. I got to go. I got to let. Hold on. Look, look. I truly appreciate this show tonight because I um I never heard anybody, you know, have the courage enough to tell tell people that they actually need to get out of the cultural sovereignty thing. That thing is intangible. It's the spiritual anthropological push towards people desiring, you know, for a group of people to make the group decision that let's all get out the matrix. You can't get out the matrix. The matrix is the mother, it's matter. And we're here. We have to work the matrix. We have to use her geometry. And if you people who are people always ask me about paperwork, I said, well, when I put when I make my own paperwork, then I'll be able to talk about it. Until then, I'm enjoying the um, the private side of the public side. You heard? That's what I'm dealing with. And then I love how you brothers dropped it tonight and talked about the Borgias and the Medici's and all those people. And you gave me clarity 
uh, and further confirmation on my on my on my uh, terse overview of Western culture and literature that comes out of those specific periods that speak about the methods employed in government and the Negro mind is not prepared to put in that type of work. So we need to stop tiptoeing through the tulips and playing and start getting on this activation of what you've been telling us for so many years, Reverend Valentine, about men making societies. It's about study and it's about doing your own paperwork and creating your own geometry and your own, you know, uh, premises. And for people who want to do some further reading, I advise you to read Machiavelli's The Prince, The Principalities also, as well as his book on warfare. So if you, if you Negroes really want to get free, you have to prepare your grave, okay? And you brothers are doing a wonderful job. I see my family on the 23rd. If you're in New York City, we're going to be in Midtown Manhattan, and I'm going to be with some legends, and it's going to be awesome. The people are confirming that they're coming. That you know nobody's complaining about that little two ass dollars, fifty dollars ain't nothing to the more intelligent folks who are who are truly seeking the historical experience. It's not about this sitting up, uh, meeting and greeting and being around each other, looking at your dashiki and I'm matching my dashiki with yours and all of that. No, it's about having these historical experiences. You know what I'm saying? Where at the end of the day, you could say, like, we could say, I was in Harlem when Reverend Valentine dropped it on how Barry is really um, Malcolm's son. I was in Brooklyn when he told us about the Mayan uh, 2012. I was there when Reverend Valentine and Bobby was in the same building in the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? So love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. And to the Negro mind, stop being so jealous of Western culture and accept the fact that it's your culture. And stop being afraid of books, niggas. Peace and love. All right. Thanks, young prince. Thank you very much for that. I want to dovetail on what you said. Hello? Right. Yeah. Right. I wanted to tell you right. that. Um, Can we confirm to, to the family that we're going to be having a um, Blueprint 322 anniversary show coming up this weekend? I mean, next week, Friday. Oh, well, that's going to be amazing. Be amazing. We started a fire with that, you know. Yeah, we, we got some new music on deck for them too. Oh yeah, you supposed to spin that fire tonight. So, for Red got some fire. Spin that fire. Stop playing, son. Don't be afraid. Yeah, I got thirty hands up. I got to handle this board for Starbucks clothes. So, oh, okay. Blue, Blue got it. I got oh, it. Yeah. Fire. Then that's fire. Don't stop playing, man. If we get a chance, I gotta get to these callers. All right. All right. All right, bet. All right, bet. Hey, all right, hey, you, right. you too. Peace to the gods. Peace, where right. Peace. Peace. Let me go. The caller from the three zero one three zero one five thirty three. Call up three zero one. Peace. 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 No delays. Peace, everybody, everywhere. Yeah. Hey, peace, much. I was, hey, hey, peace, peace. I was calling. First, I want to thank Nodalesh for the radio show. I appreciate being able to access a library, and I never know what I'm going to get, but it's always something that is useful. Thank you for that. 
Yes, thanks, brother. Yes, sir. And with myself, I know that I'm not the only one that, you know, go through things in life or see planes flying up above them and don't know who that is hovering and stuff. And something that I just reminded myself of, I'm sure everybody thought of it in a form or another before, was that these verses that we know, like our parents, they might say something like from Psalms, Yea, though I walk through the valley. And with us, like with me, I might say something from the Quran, but I'm realizing that these verses are, and these books are like weapons. And these verses are like, you know, bullets or something, or just something powerful that you can put into the moment or whatever. You know, Dr. Phil and you guys might break it down better than I could with wording, but I wanted to put that out there as a reminder to everybody because a lot of us got a lot of information inside of us, and we can't be nothing but a transmitter for that. And it works to our advantage to know that we got a weapon right there. We ain't even got to reach for nothing that can change circumstances in our favor back before whatever came in to make us think that there might be a threat. Well, I think you're right. I mean, uh, what we're looking for is universal truth. And most of the so-called good books that are written out there from from the uh, Quran, the Bible, and Sefer Yitzhara, and all of these are nothing more are sciences, they're people who've codified universal truth. So when people take the um, the vulgar version of the universal truth and, and when it's put, put into story form and allegory, like it has been in the Bible, when you begin to humanize universal truth uh, and put it into the story forms that they've done in these books, it becomes more personal. That's why they can tell you that, you know, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ or whoever. The main thing is that universal truth is understood by anyone, no matter what book it's written in. That's the secret. And that's how they have controlled us. They control us by giving us universal truth and then putting a broad stamp across universal truth with the name of a God. They call it Allah, they call it Jesus, they call it uh, all these other names, but it's all universal truth that we can understand and overstand without the use of a name of God. And these names that we have for the so-called Orishas, the Kemeti'u and all the different uh, types of what we call gods and so forth, these were principles of the energy of the one intelligence, of the one thing. And we defined all of its different aspects by calling it by these different names. But to say that I have the name of God because God spoke it to me and all this hell bullshit, that's dead. That's a dead paradigm. Religion is a dead paradigm. We are coming into spirituality. We're coming into self now. We're coming into the science of self and the science of being. We don't have to go through any kind of bullshit, vicarious atonement for somebody bleeding on some goddamn cross for me. Fuck him and fuck all of that. We have to wake the fuck up. We have to we have to become more of ourselves, which we are, the light, the gods. We have to rediscover that part of ourselves. We have to wake up from the coma that we've been put in. That's who we are. Most of us don't know that the black man is... Uh, that uh, that entity that was hit by the three uh, the three ruffians. We are the ones that are now in the stupor. We are the ones that were killed. That inner spirit and inner knowledge of ourselves. We were the ones that were assassinated by the three ruffians. And it's time for us to be resurrected. It is time for us to all of us 
and I'm only saying this and using Masonic um, uh, references only because it has its symbolic meaning. It's time for us to grasp the lion paw. In other words, we give the lion paw to each one of us to raise us out of the grave. And we are in that grave, right. the gravity of ignorance. Rise out of that shallow grave. We are in the shallow grave of ignorance. The shallow grave of ignorance. And it's time for us to grasp the lion paw and resurrect out of it. And this is the time. So, yes, uh, religion and the books that you have, if read for only its universal truth and no belief in the person or thing that supposedly gave you that truth, you gave yourself that damn truth. We, each one of us, wrote a chapter in that damn Bible. All of us are the Bible. So you can read your own story from millions of years of incarnating in flesh after flesh. You're reading your own story. This is your own bibliography and biography, the biography of man. That's what it is. So universal truth, that's who we are, and that's what we read. And if you read it only from that premise, then you are an advanced, enlightened soul. You're not a sheep or anybody following anything. You are an enlightened soul. Yes, sir, definitely. Thank you for saying that. And it's like once that I got past the emotions or the politics that were with the books and whatever that I grew up through, I was able to notice exactly what you just now said. I got a separate question for you, Dr. Phil, about um, I guess it's a sex question, but I've been noticing outstanding energy levels for me holding back, you know, unless that she needed some energy or unless that I was trying to plant a seed, you know, and I really right. want your insight into that, you know. Well, it's all in my books and in, and in my book, The Wounded Womb, and it's in my a, a videotape I did back in the early 90s called Sex and Sensuality, or Sense, S-E-N-S-E, and Sensuality, where I speak about the science of sexuality, and I always promote that brothers should hold their semen and seed. You've seen it in many of my lectures that it is best to recycle or what we call renew the bindu. And um, we speak about recycling that energy. I told everyone that the very seminal, the semen that you give off from your testicles essentially is processed gold. That is alchemized gold. It comes directly from the um, what they call the River Jordan. It's mined from the River Jordan, which is the, the uh, cerebrospinal fluid. Um, so you're essentially ejaculating brain fluid, the energy that feeds the upper lotus. And the more you do it, the uh, the more you know, the more you destroy the brain and 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 destroy your system and your body. In fact, your body begins to tell you the abuse by the swollen prostate. The overuse of the prostate is part of the reason why you're you're going through that. Um, the, the 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 what you're supposed to be taking up into the upper brain, which is into the upper room they talk about in the Bible, that upper brain there, you're supposed to be getting the pineal hard. You're not supposed to be only getting the uh, the uh, the bottom pineal hard because if you look at the pineal, it's shaped like the head of a penis. Um, what you got to do is keep the when you keep your energy in there, you recycle it, and you get stronger. In fact, there are certain techniques that the yogis had learned of drawing the nectar from the woman up through through your breathing, 
up through, in other words, reversing the flow of the seminal material so that you're taking in her material and it becomes a kind of inner meditation to your bloodstream and you recycle that. So there is a science to sexuality because it's all about polarity and the use of polar energies in order to bring you to higher states of awareness. Hey, that was beautiful. Wow, wow. Wow. Hey, I owe you for that one because I got way more from you saying that than all of the books combined. And I felt the sincerity behind your words. People, we have no idea what we just heard unless you already know about it. But thank you, Know the Ledge. Everybody on the line, let's get $3 to these brothers at least. I'm going to do it myself. So if nobody else, you got $3 from me. Thank you for the show. Everybody, keep the good energy going. When we hear Dr. Phil or these brothers or anybody talk about love, Let's remember that it ain't nothing corny about it, and it actually takes strength to do it. Hey, thank you all. Hotep. Hotep. Profound words. Hotep, brother. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, sir. Peace. Thank you, Salam, brother. Peace. Wow. Shalom. Peace. Indeed, family, we got three minutes to the live stream, but the phones are packed from what I understand. Three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. If you miss out, please check the archive. Download it and share. Let the family know history has been made here tonight. Spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the word. All right. I'm going to go to another caller. Let's keep this thing moving. Oh, yes, and donations can be made to ktlmedia.com. All right. Yeah, I've been told about that. Um, If they want to make a donation to the university, we would be if they could just go up and go to um, our site at uksnow.org. That's U as in United, K as in King, S as in Science, N-O-W dot O-R-G. Right there on the page, the home page, it says, please give your gift. It will put you into PayPal, and if you want to give your $3 in there, we would so greatly appreciate whatever it is. I mean, here comes tax time, a couple $10 from 100 people. That would help us to pay the bills to keep the university going. Thanks again for reminding me about that, brother. Absolutely. And it would also help us pay this blog talk bill and keep this radio station bringing this information to you on a weekly schedule. So with no further ado, let me go to the next caller in the call queue. And that's caller from 404. Let's go to the A, 404-964-404. Caller, what it do? Peace. Peace to everybody. Dr. Phil Valentine, I just wanted to add on to what he was saying about the fiat currency and the corporation and the UCC and all that. If you go to the congressional records of 1917, of 1925, mm-hmm. of 1932, and 1993, they have all that information in there. So they're not hiding anything. And then camel back in on the Federal Reserve notes those are really called, and they're in the Foreign Currency Act and Foreign Currency Recognition Act, and you can go look that up as well. And when you walk into a courtroom, the minute you say your name, they securitize and monetize off your signature. So not only do you have to know how to construct the UCCs, you have to know how to contract 
verbally when you go into a courtroom. One thing that the UCC doesn't tell you, they tell you without prejudice. But when you say with prejudice, that means that matter can't be taken up again. When you say with prejudice, the matter can be taken up again. So, you know, I just wanted to add that on. I appreciate the show, my first time listening. I saw it on my Facebook. I reposted it. And uh, shout out to all of y'all and peace to Dr. Phil. Thank you very much, brother. Just want to put a little caveat to that. The OPP, the OPPT negates the necessity for having to address the corporation anymore. All of that particular type of work we had to do to affirm our humanity, because that's what you're doing essentially. Every time you're using the UCC in order for you to get the UCC to help you navigate to the point where your destination is, you are trying to navigate through the storm set up by the corporation. If the corporation does not exist, then that is no longer necessary. And so what we have to get the people to understand is that the corporation set the structure in place that put the fiat dollars in there no longer exists. So now there's a whole other approach. Yeah. True, that is correct. And in the 1993 Congressional Records, it has it plain as day that the United States only exists in name only. It's a de facto mm-hmm. corporation, so you are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Hey, thank you, Paula. Thanks, brother. All right, and welcome to the platform and to the program. Check the archives out. we got a whole lot of information for you there. Hi, right, brother. Peace. Peace. Thanks. Okay, let me go to caller from the 347-347-771-347-771. Caller, peace. Peace, peace. Uh, hold up, everybody. What's up? Hold up, brother. Peace. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I'm, I'm going to try to make this as, uh, I guess, as quick as, as, uh, possible i've been uh listening to the show with with great enthusiasm and and quite thankful that um you know all of the information is coming out so i'm gonna have a you know a two part comment and then a two part question for the honorable reverend um the first uh the comment is is for the brothers uh uh you know blue pill red uh, Rich, you know, uh, I really thank you guys for all of the work that you uh, put in for the show. Uh, I truly mean that. I appreciate you guys. The show is is actually a wealth. You know, is a, a treasure trove of information. Every time I tune in, um, you know, there's something new that I'm, you know, picking up. So I really wanted to say that to y'all brothers, you know, directly. Good thanks. Thank you. Yeah, brother. and. Uh, um, yeah, like I would run into Rich on Fulton Mall, Brooklyn, because, yeah, I'm, I'm Jamal, by the way, out of Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, I would run into the brothers, and, you know, I would spend a lot of money with them. And I would say every dollar spent was well spent because a lot of the UCC information, uh, all of these things, uh, you know, I was able to pick up. You know, I was probably one of the few that actually went home and study all that stuff and, uh, and, and help myself <laughs> tremendously financially and, and, and in a lot of ways. So I, I, again, I want to thank you guys for for all the work that you put in, because um, there aren't many brothers that are doing the work. I'll say that much. Good, thanks. 
And uh, the, the second part of my comment is is for for the Rev. Um, you know what what I've been trying to do is is somehow get in contact with you. Um, if it's possible, I would like. I mean, I would wire the money right now if it's two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars to get two copies of the Wounded Wound book. Um, one, if it's possible for you to sign, and the other for me to read, because um, I've been you know trying to get in contact with you. I am so elated today that I'm finally able to talk to you directly. I've been studying your work for years. Good, thanks, brother. Um, it wouldn't cost that much if you go right up online. Uh, I'll show you how to order if you wish. Um, but then you could mail it to me. I'll give you an address. I'll sign it and send it back if you have a self-addressed envelope. Okay. I'm more than happy to send it back for you. But um, you have my number. Uh, just give a call to 800 one 800 uh-huh. Uh huh. Eight eight four seven. Eight four seven. One two nine one. One two nine one. Okay. When you call, just leave your message. Leave a message with your information, and when you left the information, I'll call you back and give you uh, the actual site because it's a pretty long uh, URL. Excuse me. And um, what I'll do is it'll put you. I'll give you a, a site. That'll put you right into the purchase page, and you just have to follow it, and you can get it from there. Okay, awesome, awesome. I'm going to be definitely looking forward to doing that because I don't want to take any more time, <laughs> you know, to, to to get those books, especially with the situation as it is um, um, uh, nowadays. Um, but um, the, the the two questions, well, the, the two part question I wanted to ask is one about you, uh, Presidente Hugo Chavez. And I wanted to ask you directly what you know what ties uh does his passing have with the whole situation with the Pope and what's going on now? I wanted to hear you know what you had to say about it well, a lot of people really, really loved uh, Brother Hugo Chavez for what he did. A lot of people don't know that everything that was happening there in Argentina was pretty much planned um he was part of a movement, but he was still very beholden to the Jesuits. He was supported by the Jesuits. Yes, he was. Um, I have the ring of the Pope. Very, mm-hmm, very much in my lecture, yeah. I showed in Obama and the New Old Order, where he was there kissing the ring, bowing mm-hmm. down before the Pope. And uh, what he did in the country was to galvanize a particular mentality. That was his legacy. You can't take that country over right now. And if anybody tries to do anything, he educated the people. This generation of people under this president is smarter than any other generation preceding it, politically smarter. They know all the tricks of the trade that the United States or anybody could come at them with. And anything short of a military takeover and suppression of the people by the military is what's going to control that country. Because any any leader that does not completely mirror what it is that he put in place, they're in trouble. And you see the people that turned out for his funeral, or millions that turned out for his funeral. Yes. So yes. That, that, that's who he has as his army, the people. Once you have the people, you have everybody. I don't care what kind of military you got. It ain't going to stop. People are the energy. That's the superior force on the planet, which is why more than 2 million people now know about the One People's Public Trust which is something that we're trying to get to everybody on the planet because the UCC is run <clears throat> throughout the entire planet. And that's why we wanted to let everybody know. In Washington, D.C., and this is the beauty of it, 
since we're right here in the belly of the beast, Washington, D.C. is the international uh, nexus, the portal for UCC filings. That means any and all domestic and international equivalents anywhere around the world, all right, covers all corporations are linked to UCC. So once we get our minds together and everything together here, you know, whatever they do in Hugo Chavez, everybody, we're going to be the ones that's uh, fielding millions of people in the streets. You don't want to get the, that's the one thing. You don't want to wake up American people. I mean, wake them up so that they understand the collective necessity and urgency of their situation. Once that happens, the billions that has been spent has been spent to keep us inebriated. Once Mm -hmm. we wake up, that's the that's what scares the hell out of the leadership. Once well, let me ask. People, let, me, let me quickly ask you this. So, so the uh, the OPP uh, does, does that uh, also collapse the 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 Sergi trust that was there? There was like the the um this uh, trust that was created by the Vatican, which is basically the Sergi um you know that that was basically uh, connected to their banking, um, so that means anyone you know could have potentially tapped into that trust. But does that also collapse that old trust there too? If the trust is based in the fiat system and they place the trust in the fiat system and it is based or run by someone of a corporation, in other words, if it's run by a Vatican as the corporation, then it's no longer of any force or effect. Period. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, um I wanted to also uh uh ask you another uh, question about uh, that uh, particular I got I got I got to respect this call. I got a sure, lot of sure, answers. Sure. Well, thank so. you. I I appreciate all the uh all the answers um and all the information. Thanks a lot. Thank you, brother. Peace. Okay. Let me uh Shift is and go to. Let's see what area code we should go to now. Let's go to Philly. Let's go to the two one five. Call up from the two one five six zero nine six zero nine. Call a peace. Peace, peace, peace to the family. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, we can. Peace, brother. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Um, good, good evening. I guess good morning. I just want to say uh, thank you for the bill, man. I really appreciate it. I'm going to keep it super short, super sweet. Um, I'm not going to do what I usually do because I know it's a lot of people waiting. I just want to say thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to talk to Brother, Father, Dr. Reverend Philip Valentine L. Um, I'm just a student, man. I've been following you for a while. I think you may be the first person who I actually caught wind of as far as the conscious community is concerned. And it kind of just spiraled from there. So I just want to thank you for that. Um, love the show tonight. I would love to have the opportunity to actually sit down with you for like an hour and just pick your brain. But I know an hour wouldn't be enough time. But um, for all of the family who was listening, um, just want to say love and light to them. I was um, Googling while some of the people were calling in. And a couple of sites for people to look at is um, wakeupworld.com, O-P-P-T-N, opt-in.com, and um, 
I'm sorry, People's Trust 1717, I'm sorry, org. Those are three sites yeah. that will give people a little bit more information about, you know, what the, what the good brother was actually saying. And with that, 44 Gun Salute, um, peace to the family, peace to the elder, peace to the gods, peace to the light. I'm gone. Give ten. Give ten. Hey, brother, peace. Yeah, yeah, he kind of... You kind of did what I was supposed to do when we are wrapping up. I was going to do that. You put it there. Uh, Devin, I'm I, really I can't hear you because there's a lot of noise coming in from the back. Somebody oh, that might be my, that's my, that's my lady snoring, so that's why I'm, I'm keeping it short. No, you know, no, not snoring, talking. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't hear that on my end, but I didn't, I don't want to wake her up either, so that's why I'm keeping it super short. All right. All right, brother. Thank you very much for reaching out. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mary. I really appreciate it. Uh, love and light to y'all. Go tap. Go tap. Yeah, you too. Yes, um, Reverend Valentine, that might have been my end. It's, you know, a little bit more calmer in here now. If we can, mm-hmm. I want to take about two or three more calls, and then we can call it tonight. All right. Okay, let's go to caller from caller from the eight six two eight six two six six eight eight six two six caller peace peace to the red and the blue. You hear me? Uh, yes, indeed. Peace peace to the red and the blue. I love you, Doctor Phil. I've been a follower since since I'd say ninety nine. All right? I love you to death, man. You always keep it real. You keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? I just have one question, Doc. I want to understand. I'm trying to understand, right, about this. uh, They furloughed all of the border agents, border guards, and I was told that U.N. troops are surrounding the country. What would be this purpose? Would it be for our protection or something more sinister? That's a very good question, and it's part of what we have to look out for because there's there's two ways this can go. The dark agenda is what they call it. <clears throat> Could It depends on who is controlling the troops now. Okay. What's happening, there's an internal war going on inside of the United States right now. Obama essentially is, is, is in the pocket of Israel, and Israel want to bomb the hell out of Iran. If that happens, then they're moving on the United States. Uh, This move now, supposedly Rothschild has cut a deal with what they call the White Knights and the White Dragons Society. And what I'm getting in, and this is not news, because it's now being given as news to everybody, uh, we've known about the White Knights and the White Dragons since the early 90s. Coming out of the 80s into the 90s, we've known about all of this, the change of the government, the the revolution, the quiet revolution that was happening in the mindset of people towards changing the way that the system was, all of that. We knew about that. Now, supposedly, the UN and all the troops that you see coming out there and all of the the different um, maneuvers you see, I mean, they got, I got reports of people, helicopters with uh, (laughs) troops. Uh, actually, in the middle of talking, in the middle of suburbia, white folks were going ape shit. 
white people, I mean, they were actually repelling down helicopters, full combat gear, walking in the streets, walking through backyards, getting ready. And the thing about it is that, of course, they're the people that were actually trained in Iran how to suppress the people. It depends on who is pushing the button at this point and who it is that's going to be governing. The ones that you see, if the white dragons do maintain control, then the U.N. troops are to gather up all the people who are part of the dark agendas corporation who wants to maintain the corporation. I'm talking about the leaders. I'm talking about Bloomberg's and all the rest of these people. It's for them. If, on the other hand, they can delay the system and get the people to believe that the system has crashed and there's no other alternative, and the ignorance of the people with 300 million guns begin to go apeshit and try to destroy things around here, now it's against the people. So what happens is they've been delaying this for the last, I would say, five years. They're supposed to have been blood in the streets. But because there have been systematic and strategic assassinations of people from the dark agenda, as well as the dark agenda assassinating key people and, and causing them to suicide themselves on the other side, for outing the dark agenda, that war is going on. And for only those who know what's going on, would read the newspaper and know where the war has taken place. And the news is telling us who is the casualty, how far into the enemy territory are we moving, are the enemies surrendering. All the way they codify the news of what I'm reading is what I'm trying to tell everybody about. And, of course, there's just another side where all these white folks who are in the middle of that because it's their, there's their paradigm collapsing, they're coming out with information on their cousins and all the things that they're doing on the inside and behind the scenes and letting us know, the Moors and everybody who has who is actually keeping or peeping an eye on it to tell you, brothers and sisters, what time it is. So it can go two ways. It depends on who it is that assumes the perceptual control of the country and the world because these troops are not going to be moving against the citizenry. It would be counterproductive because if they... With the way these crazy white folks got all these guns, they ain't taking nobody's guns. They ain't taking nobody's guns because they would then disrupt everything. That's why they got the Chinese troops moving in from the West and being positioned over there, UN troops from Yugoslavia and from Russia in the north by the Canadian border, and over in the east, <clears throat> you got British and Australian and um, what's the name of that place that they, they had that war going on where Clinton was bombing uh, Eurasia and, and Croatia, those Croatian and different troops of those, they're on the East Coast. And that's why you see when everything happens and they're all masked up and you don't see their faces and you try speaking to them, they don't know what you're saying because they don't speak English. And if they speak it to you, they're going to speak it in broken uh, accents and you're going to know who they are. So they ain't going to say nothing to you. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Doc. Really do. Just That was on my mind. I, I happened to see a map that this somebody posted, and I just I just felt as though you would be the one that could answer it for me. You got it, brother. I really, really appreciate that. I just got one thing to say. Love you, Pills. I see you all on the block. Whenever you get back, love and light. Boys, wake up. The world is yours. Reclaim it. Peace, and I'm out. <laughs> I see a lot of people have been using it. 
losing my uh, my my uh, my salutation, love and life. I love it. It's going on. Oh, yeah. I love it. Peace. <laughs> that's that's, that's, ah, that's part of the jogging now. Part of the jogging now, bro. I'd say transcendence yeah. now. I love that in transcendence now. Yes, <laughs> transcendent. Let's go to the bottom of the map. Let's go to Miami. Okay. See a three oh five on the line. Three oh five. Three oh five three oh eight. Three oh five three oh eight. Peace, family. Yes, I agree this. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, I agree to the pills. Uh, I'm more strength, might and power and uh Reverend Dr. Phil Valentine, more strength and power, so you've you've helped my life a lot. And um, you gave out your 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 um you gave out your uh email or or, or WW. I, I got all I got so far was UKS. If you could just repeat that, because I need to uh I ain't gonna be a, a Lenny the Mucho getting knowledge from the from KTL nor anyone without contributing because it's changing my life and it's you know I'm a I'm a father of six children so. I gotta stand and deliver. So if you could please just give me the uh the, the continuation of the UKS uh, uh okay. most definitely. If you as you you is in United K is in K S as in science the word now N O W dot O R G and by the way, just want to let everybody know. Um, okay, I'm getting I'm getting feedback. Yeah, brother, you gotta turn your radio or whatever listening on is reverberating. Yeah. Okay. Um, this uh, coming April the twentieth is the beginning of our spring semester to teach metapsychology and everything that you're seeing and hearing right now is what we're teaching at our university online, where I teach live. And if you're interested in joining for the next semester, which is starts the April 20th, call me at that same number, 800-847-1291, or go up to the website, uksnow.org, and after you've made your contribution, go back and then go and click the button that says Courses, and you could read through it. And then if you're interested in joining us, we are now enrolling people. Just give us a call, and we'll tell you all about what we need to do. The other thing, too, is for those people, that brother who said he was having, uh, you know, uh, his child is having challenges, remember, I still help sponsor children for free Juice Plus. If they're interested in becoming a member of the Juice Plus family, my Juice Plus family, and have the Child Health Study program and have me pay for their Juice Plus, the child's Juice Plus, one parent can sponsor one child. They can call the same number, 800-847-1291, and, uh, and, you know, ask me about the Juice Plus and our Child Health Study program, okay? That's just something I thought I would fill in there if it's all right. Good thanks, Paula. Yes, I give thanks. I, I appreciate everything, my lord. And I'm more strength to everyone on the call, uh, KTL, uh, the Pills, um, and uh, Dr. Phil Valentine, more strength. Yes, indeed. Bless up, brother. Peace. Peace. Good
Now, hold on. All right. Let's take a... We're about down to our last call for the evening. Good evening. Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to put the brother's phone on mute and then, and then click off. Let me go to call up from the 347-496. This looks like uh, Soup Simon. 347-496. Call up, peace. Peace, 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 peace. Sanu, Sanu, what's going on, brother? Hotel. <laughs> you, brother. You. King Simon, King Simon in the building. <laughs> right here. You know, your brothers have told me that you changed your moniker now. It's Sutan Simon. Yes, Sutan Simon. Yes, sir. Ashra Quasi gave me. Baba Ashra Quasi gave me that one. <laughs> so, I love you know that. So you got to yeah. go with the brothers. When the elders name you, you got to go ahead with it. You know that, right? You got to go with it, brother. You got to go with the Elvis Navy, brother. But, uh, you know, just, uh, of course, honored that you're here. Thanks to the pills, of course. Uh, of course, only a man like you can bring it like it is, brother, and, and tell the truth about what's happening. Keep it yeah, moving, thanks, brother. Just want to let them know that we're doing something in June together, so a uh, two-day thing, man. So letting the people know that if they want to find out more information about that two-day thing that we're going to be doing in June for Father's Day weekend, they can call me at any time and find out what's happening as far as the public and the private. So we're going to keep that going like we like we, like we we discussed, my brother. Give me your number, brother. Give me your number. Oh, I'll give 347-496-1022. Those who want to attend, uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Valentine Baba Sanu is going to be in town June 15th. It's going to be a public lecture at the National Black Theater, and the private one will be on June the, 7th, June the 16th, that's Sunday. So, if you if you're coming for both of them, it's a discount. If you're coming for one, twenty dollars in advance. The other one is eighty dollars in advance. If you're coming for both of them, I got a discount for you. But we got to talk, call me and I'll discuss the discount. And uh, let me know three four seven four nine six one zero two two. It's a Father's and Family Day weekend with Baba Sanu, Phil Valentine. You don't want to mix, so it's gonna be hot. Yeah, we're gonna be dropping this sign. Yeah, we're gonna bring the OPPT signs to the people. And on, in, in more detail this time. <laughs> That's right. We bring it back that one-to-one symposium too, brother. We bring it that hey. all <laughs> Yeah, one up, one, yeah, one, yeah, one up on the frequency. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's, right. how's, 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 how's the Empress over there, brother? How's the Empress? You all right? Empress is doing well. Thank you for asking, brother. She's doing very well uh, right now. She's a little tired, so she kind of turned in. She was up listening to the show for a while, then it just kind of wore down. And she's been working real hard all day. Gets up at six in the morning, you know, does our chants and does her meditation. So she uh, she gets the better of it. Well, I got an email about the belly dance, and I would like to bring that to New York. My my, my wife says she would like to bring that to New York, so we got to discuss that so we can do a nice belly okay. dance thing. Yeah, that's called her Zenalani mention. This is a Zenalani workshop. She has a workshop for women where she yes. gets women, you know, all sizes and shapes to get into loving yeah. themselves, and it's a beautiful workshop. Well, I, I, my wife, she definitely want to get with it. I told her that she does that, and um, we're going we gonna to see what the women could do for them, make the women get in and do this belly dance and get their, those chakras aligned and, and everything mm-hmm. tight. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I understand. So if we're going to talk about it, I'll probably call her or call you. Who, who should I call you? Should I call her in regards to that? Uh, you might want to call her. She'll let you know more about it, give you an idea. Okay. No problem, no problem. I got to find a venue, and uh, she got to tell me how she wants the venue, what type of venue, and then I can do what I got to do to make it happen for them. 
The men oh, won't be there. We'll be on the outside. Huh? Yes. You know the template for one up on the frequency. We need to have the good doctor on the stage and have me up there interviewing the brother like we did back in the uh, early 2000s. Now that would oh, be yeah. fun. That's the one well, up that on the frequency. That's what we need to start to do. You put the, uh, <laughs> the, the public or the private, Sanu, you got to tell me. Yes, it's all private. It's going, this is going to be an inside, in-house, where we're going to be one-on-one, okay. back and forth all day. Yeah. Well, well, we'll do something later, I guess, on the back end, because people love that format. Everywhere I go around the country, people are speaking about how they want us to bring it back, you know, saying in that particular form. They like to direct questioning and one-on-one as a teacher. Something similar to what we do here on KCR Radio. But, uh, you know, many things to do in the future. I want to give thanks. Just say thank you for coming, everything that you've thank done. You. Thank you, brother. I want to say thank Good you, one. Dr. Reverend Valentine, for showing up tonight and, uh, you know, dropping the bomb only as you can. You know what I'm saying? Good thing, and um, you know, definitely giving the people something to stand tall for and hold their head up high. You know, that new day is finally here. Yeah, but I got to... Sound busy over there. Yeah, they, they wrapped it up in here, so I got to, you know, I got to uh, tell the family good night. Sound like they Thank you, everyone. Huh? It sounds like they waterboarding people in Starbucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> but over there, you need us to send the truth to Crenshaw? Like, what's up? Nah, nah, I'm good. Oh. Good. Are you waterboarding? Like, like, they acting erratic about. Nah, they acting erratic about this information. It's, it's shook, it shook up the inner corridors of Starbucks as well. People spilling their frat, <laughs> yeah. frat tays, frat tays, and all of that. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave it like that. I'm gonna hit, uh, hit y'all with the outro song. I'm gonna play as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? While I can, until they shut this thing out. I'm coming right now. All right, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Doctor Valentine, this brother Red Pill. I want to say once again, thank you for doing what you do best. You know what I mean? And that's reinvigorate the spirits of your students your master students, and even those who are new to your information. I'm sure that they are on board. For the family that's new to the brother's information, take a dive into YouTube, you know what I'm saying, the new library of Alexandria, the digital library of Alexandria, and check out this man's uh, monumental body of work. And, you know, if and, and, and keep in mind that there's 300 titles this, that this brother has done, so everything is not on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's only the hors d'oeuvres. So for the main course, be sure to visit his page or visit your local vendor and pay them some respects, you know what I'm saying, and pick up this man's work. This, everything that he has done, everything that Bobby has done, everything that Delbert has done, you know what I mean? All of the master teachers, their works need to be in every single one of our libraries, real talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to seeing you in June. You already know what it is. We're going to have the city popping, waiting for you. know, we're already buzzing, waiting for you. Um, and I just want to say thank you again, and we will be on top of that information ASAP. Beautiful. All right, y'all. Thank you, everybody, the family. Thank you very much for the quiet, your kind invitation. 
and definitely looking forward to seeing everybody there in June. Okay. Okay. Peace, love, and light, y'all. No doubt. Next episode. No doubt. Love, light, and